0: come up with things. I just, I just talk. Yeah. Nonsense.
1: Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean.
0: And I'm Katie. Hello. Howdy-do.
1: Buenos noches. Buenos tardes. Buenos dias. And our, au revoir. Bonjour. Allo. We got them all.
0: Bonjour. And then I was like au revoir. Bonsoir. Au revoir. Fantastic. I do my best.
1: We are a multilingual mm-hmm. project mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things are going very well. How
0: do they say hello in like Japanese? is oh, Bitches. oh it <laughs> i thought that was like good morning oh i don't know maybe it's hello i i have no don't, idea i speak this much this
1: much japanese.
0: japanese i will work on
1: it yeah we don't see anyone uh in our data that is from japan we don't see any comments if you are in japan and you're listening but i think raise
0: the flag let us know you're there right. hello we'll put a pin in it put in a the pin map in it. yep
1: but uh, it it's interesting because i think japan is uh, homogenous I don't think there's a lot of uh, non-speaking, or no, how would you put that?
0: A lot of them speak primarily Japanese.
1: Well, because they're Japanese.
0: Well, no, but you know how, like, for instance, when we went to Amsterdam, everybody there speaks English pretty much, as well as... um, Japan
1: is a place for Japanese people. But yeah, yeah, they they don't uh, learn two languages in school. I People don't in think. Europe maybe speak, they do speak a lot of languages.
0: I'm trying to think of what was it they spoke in Amsterdam. It wasn't German. It was Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. I was like, it's what Mao uh, Mao Mao called dirty Dutch or dirty German. Remember? Right. She said Dutch is like dirty German. And then once she said that, I was like, I couldn't unhear it. And so every word that someone would say, I was like, yeah, it's kind of like German, but but like dirtier.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't speak either language, but it uh, is, it's it's wild to hear.
0: But man, they like their gin and tonics. They do. That was, Amsterdam had the coolest, the largest, all the things of, of the G T's. They were like vats. You they guys. took it
1: very serious. And like 12,
0: 16 ounce I don't bowls. mind a
1: gin and tonic.
0: Maybe even more than that. But Maybe these like 24 were, ounces.
1: Oh yeah, there were fish bowls for sure. Yeah,
0: And then they have like little orange rinds and all around the orange rind, they'd have stuck a bunch of cloves. So it was like, it was just like a piece of art.
1: Yes. Yeah, some had cloves. Some had juniper berries. It was crazy. It was good times.
0: We were very impressed. But it was
1: weird because people were doing it at lunch and they were wearing business suits.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like Europe is better than the States for that, where, and not just like drinking at lunch. That's not what I mean, but like not (laughs) taking life as seriously. Honestly,
1: if you want to drink at lunch, Europe is very good for that. Also, uh, what? I was going to say Spain, but Spain is in Europe. So, yeah,
0: that doesn't really work out. (laughs) Australia wasn't so much drinking at lunch. So, But but I've noticed like when we were in Paris, people just meet at like 10 in in the morning and be sitting on the patio smoking a cigarette, having a glass of champagne. And I was like, I love this place. Not the cigarette part because I don't smoke, but it's just the fact that it's like live life. Like it's not, in America, I feel like,
1: we got our uh, panties in a bunch. Uh, yeah, but or I got the, a wedgie in my butt.
0: You know, I've I all lots of wedgies. But more than that, I feel like it, maybe at least Los Angeles, because I feel like it's different in Texas. People here just love to drink a beer and sit outside. Yeah. In LA, it was like go go go. Where what are you making? How much are you doing? Blah 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 blah. It was like product like the, New York and LA in particular. I feel like our productivity. New York, Chicago.
1: Yeah, I mean I this is spent, how they built these. I great- haven't
0: spent enough time in Chicago to know if they're that way too
1: it's yeah. how they build the big buildings i am covered in dog a, slobber. oh yeah that's oh, that's exactly i thought, what I'm I thought
0: that in. was just it's just a quick lightning round
1: yeah <laughs> dirt and dog slobber mm-hmm. and last night i went to bed covered in dirt and i gave up i just
0: I, <laughs> you you fully well i shower into the dog the life of having a dog
1: the second i shower i she think the dog likes the soap or the dog thinks I smell like soap and does not want that, it wants me to smell like a dog. So it Maybe. it starts with my toes, which really grosses me out.
0: Wear socks, dude.
1: Yeah. Um, so, you and your sister
0: both hate them, and it's just funny because she could not want to lick something more than your toes.
1: Right. And then uh, the second most gross place for a dog to lick you, well, there's other places, but <laughs> behind your knees, because I wear shorts because it's so warm what
0: just the second wait and then you're like there's a lot of other gross places
1: <laughs> your dog probably shouldn't shouldn't be licking you all over you know like uh yeah, but gross. this puppy to get your attention or just to say hello or
0: she loves you very much especially your toes and your knees
1: seven seven Next, she's o'clock for
0: heads and shoulders heads and shoulders
1: right well that happens already when i play with her mm-hmm. so i i've got this new game it's uh i get i get on all fours i curl up into a ball because mm-hmm. that way she can you she know, can wrestle with you yeah she can wrestle but i, I don't really wrestle back and well, she's she maybe yeah so she tries to get underneath you and she nips a little bit which i do not let her do mm-hmm. you know i, I stop her yeah. i sit her down but then you let her go and next you know that the, the tongue is probably as long as she is mm-hmm. it's like this mm-hmm. thing she gets you comes in comes out Oh, my gosh, your ears everywhere. And yeah, the
0: ears really, because she'll want to <sighs> hug me. She does this thing where she puts her paws on my shoulders and wants to like hug, and then she immediately licks my ear, and I'm like,
1: oh, it's yeah. like
0: not. I'm like, this is not welcome. No, thank you.
1: And now she's I internet send it back. famous. If it,
0: tongue and ear, send it back. Oh. Mm. Send it back.
1: <laughs> no puppy.
0: <laughs> oh, no, not send the puppy back. I was mimicking Michael Scott when he's like, if the dressing doesn't come on the side, I send it back. If it comes on top, I send it back.
1: Oh. If it,
0: I was just, no, no, she's wonderful. Yeah. She's actually done very well.
1: All right. Well, for, give me the update.
0: For being in our home for three weeks. Because by the time this comes out, it'll be three weeks, right? So being in our home for three weeks, she is much, much better about going to the bathroom outside. We, th- We stopped with her bed. We took, so I got her this like cuddle. It was supposed to make her feel safe. And it was
1: this, I forget the name of it. Puppy Fortress.
0: But it was a little bed. It was out out of her crate, a bed. And
1: it has walls that are, you know, probably about 18 inches tall. And and it's it's cushy cushy. in the middle. I got into it the other day and I was like, this is pretty. Some curled
0: up, had a nap. Anyway, it was supposed to be good for dogs who come from, like, you know, uh, the rescues or the pound. It's supposed to make them feel safe.
1: Well, sure. You go from. A prison cell where there's like no no Why blanket they? or anything to well,
0: they give them a puppy palace usually. or sorry
1: puppy fortress the puppy fortress 5000 is a very <laughs> nice model we did not go with that one it's a little bit too expensive
0: <laughs> no we, we went
1: the puppy fortress 2500 that's not animal. at all
0: what it's called it's like I forget snuggle Stacy's snuggles anyway it doesn't matter
1: a castle fit for a queen
0: do you want you me know? to update or no <laughs> no
1: yes of course I do
0: so we got her this bed outside of her crate her crate has a bed in, in and of itself too but it's you know it's in the crate and i was like oh well, when she's out of it i want her to feel like she can like still have a nap and relax well she was doing this thing where she was racing around and playing and then stopping and peeing in her bed and then it would go straight through into the carpet and i was like it was Mother. just a
1: pit stop though because she still wanted to play she just pit stop there psh, and then go
0: yeah and it was so like even like mid play she'd be like looking at me like while she's like pissing in her bed and i was like sweet mother of god so i just kept washing it
1: now we don't know anything about puppies really so i looked it
0: up and they could be either anxious which she doesn't really seem to be but i was like maybe she is because she's new and that's okay or it's a way of marking her territory or because she's a puppy and she feels like she has to pee she like just does it because she wants to keep playing like it's just like oh I'll go here. I know I'm not supposed to go on the carpet because I get in trouble, but I'll go here and we'll just continue. And so we washed it and never put it back out after like, what, two peas, three peas? Something like that. It hasn't come in out. And now she just like goes into her crate and puts herself to for nappy time.
1: Yeah, and she's so the, girl. And the then bed then no may potties. have been too advanced for her. It might
0: have been a little too much until she's potty trained. Yeah, but fully. now
1: she she goes into her little dog cave.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sometimes she'll bring toys in there. Mm-hmm. Um, my socks are not toys, though and so when I do you to, ever
0: have socks i what? guess you do leave them out because you pull them off your feet and then you roll them into a ball
1: yeah and she had them but she wasn't chewing on them she would just i think she missed me she missed she, my toes she
0: likes the smell of your toes
1: <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna lie i have you, ever since i started the baby feet
0: mm-hmm.
1: i now have pink soft
0: what color were they before
1: oh, they were a little yellow and cracked mm-hmm. and like ow well they just you know years of callus. but now that i use the baby the, feet, the baby feet they're mm-hmm. pink they look like puppy toes
0: little puppy pads sean's got puppy pads for your consideration um anyway i think she's doing really well to be honest
1: yeah she's a great dog it's Mm -hmm. a lot of fun to get up you know early and uh, that's a lie (laughs) coax an animal to go poo in the yard you know
0: oh you can do it you can do it buddy i've never said the word potty i don't even want to say it loud in case we make her think that or poo more in my entire fucking life or been more concerned with someone's peeing and pooping schedules like i've never asked you if you did you pee and poop i would never ask you that but i ask you how many times about her because i want to make sure i know she's not gonna do it in the house
1: just got it we have to have these conversations and <laughs> you know what's the consistency like you've asked me i'm like wow well, it's is, was it's it
0: healthy because we want to know if she likes the food that is
1: a good looking turd i said <laughs> you know i took a picture before i put it in the little orange bag and put it in the trash oh room. i haven't oh. I- <sighs> <sighs> our we missed trash day
0: because of the puppy and we had them working on the deck and we totally forgot and then they i heard him driving down the street and i was like "Fuck!" and then please they were, take our dog shit with you <laughs> so we had the stinkiest trash Oh my i was
1: God. actually embarrassed because it's right next to the fence and I, I imagine people walking by and saying the new people they smell like,
0: like doo-doo <laughs>
1: the the old people who lived there, they had beautiful flowers and now the beautiful flowers are dying and it smells like doo-doo. Hey,
0: I got the root stimulator for the bush so it won't die. I loved, so our handyman, he came by and he was like, he told us you got to get some root stimulator for this bush. And he was like, I said, yeah, my mom was here. And she was like pruning things and like pulling weeds. And he was like, oh, I can see my mother-in-law now being like, that's an established bush. You're just going to let it die. It's And I was like, established bush. It's such a funny phrase. But it's because it's like, it's been there for years.
1: Gardener talk.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so I got the root stimulator straight off the Amazon uh, Prime delivery and put it in there. Sean poured it in last night. Fingers crossed she makes a comeback because she's about a third dead right now
1: no 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 it was dropping leaves it's fall this is what they do by the way dropping
0: leaves is one thing but when like 90 percent of it's green and then you have like this one patch that's like dead like it looks like you guys i'll put it on instagram it's just
1: leaves though it'll repopulate
0: Mm -hmm. that's why we got the root stimulator
1: you should have got the leaf stimulator but (laughs) i'm
0: How am I going to keep pretending to the people that I'm a gardener if all of our shit starts to die?
1: You blame it on the last people, and you say I'm I'm just bringing it back, just know?
0: trying to bring. No, everybody knows that they had a beautiful fucking
1: Californians. God damn, moving to the state. We're from
0: the desert. What do you want from us? Yeah, where's your cacti? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. What? What?
1: Some people may not be interested in this, mm. but I am clearly. You caught a lizard in the. Uh, back room the other day. I've caught two. Well well you caught the one in the back room. Y- yes, that's true. You you mentioned you said, Ah, there's a lizard. And I said, Oh.
0: I didn't say ah, oh, I was like Sean, because I'm not really an ah kind of person. It's like Sean. Because I went into workout is in my little workout room.
1: And there was a lizard I was doing to the push-ups. oldies. I don't know if you've ever seen a lizard do a push up. Was he
0: doing pushups? He was so little. He's yeah. just a little baby.
1: It was literally Sean, as big as my pinky.
0: But Sean put him in our a big pitcher, like got had coaxed him to run in there. He's like <laughs> And then took him outside and then last night
1: i don't kill anything when it gets in the house i mean moths the little small ones that eat sweaters i will kill those i do not like that
0: well i just had to take a sweater to goodwill because something like that happened not here but in our old
1: sieve apartment where things just flew in willy-nilly but for the most part, if I, if I catch a bug, like a spider, I'll I'll release it. I'll bring it outside. Well, some things you can't do, like
0: I don't, I wouldn't mind even catching a moth and putting them outside, but fuck man. I like a
1: pretty moth. I'm I'm talking about the like, the little ones. Oh no, they're all gross. But I'm just saying that if it was
0: easy to catch and release, I would do that. But like, I tried to catch and release a cricket back in Santa Monica and that motherfucker would not come. Like it wouldn't go. I even tried to like coax it. So it jumped towards the door and it like jumped towards me. And then I was like, "Ah!" and then I Hmm. had to kill it. I was like, use your brain. I know it's small and not very effective, but use My it. My
1: goodness, Roxy caught a massive grasshopper.
0: She, Oof, first of all, she hunter. also caught a not dead cicada the other day and it didn't buzz in her mouth like the ones on TikTok, but it was was going zzzz a little bit. And I was like, gross. I don't know, it's just gross. And then she tried to eat a dead cockroach. I was like, this mother, this is disgusting. I can't think how many times I said, drop it, drop it and grab something fucking nasty out of her mouth and then threw it over the fence
1: maybe I like, they taste good anymore. you know because dogs have great sense of smell and taste i'm assuming that a bug is I mean, quite people, exotic people
0: eat bugs
1: yeah for sure but i mean I don't if eat we them were raw.
0: no also filled with ants because usually the ants are like already eating them
1: yeah maybe on a barbecue i don't want to like, share my bug you know when you see when they're in southeast asia and they've got you know on, on skewers and they, uh-huh. they've got i that looks good to me and everyone says they taste, they say they taste like
0: hazelnuts and yeah. yeah i mean i would try it I don't knock things till I try it. I would have to. It'd be hard for me to tr- do it, but it'd be like mind over matter. I'd be like, Katie, people eat this all the time. It's like when I first tried sushi. I remember it was my freshman year. I probably just got lip gloss on my microphone. But um, my freshman year of college, yeah. my roommate Veronica, her we. Uh, I think it was honestly, this sounds so bougie, you guys, but I went to Pepperdine, so people were bougie. But her dad flew us to Hawaii for spring break. I've told them this, I think and we went out for sushi there and I was like way in over my head. When we got there, I told Veronica, I was like, I don't know what to order. I've never had it before. And she's like, don't worry, I got you. She's like, we get some California rolls. Now looking back, I'm like, she did did she did she like an avocado roll, California roll, and then like a caterpillar roll. Cause it's like cooked eel and it's like got sauce on it, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like hooked. I was like this stuff's delicious and then she was like do you want to try some other stuff and then she got like albacore sashimi you know all sorts of different things and then i was like this is amazing and so i think i'd have to do the same because i did almost gag when i ate it at first because i was like this is raw fish well it's
1: so foreign you know but
0: it's it's all in your brain though because it's not it didn't taste bad nothing was wrong with it it was my brain telling me don't do it it could kill you it's raw fish that's not right it's not right katie you should cook the fish first
1: well you shouldn't have raw fish from a lake that's true but from the ocean
0: Well, also, they freeze it so it kills the parasites and then they thaw it out again. If anybody doesn't know, that's what they do for sushi. For sushi-grade fish, whatever. Anyway, um, so I think I'd have to do that for bugs, too, where I'm like, don't don't worry, Katie. I know the creepy crawlies you think, you know.
1: I wonder what kind of parasites bugs have. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Disgusting. So she had a giant grasshopper in her mouth. Yeah, huge. And the thing, it it was actually kind of funny because... She, she would let it go, and then it would jump, and then she'd chase Oh, she'd play it. with yeah, it. So. I almost feel bad for him then. Yeah, but it's a grasshopper, I thought to myself, yeah. you know.
0: I, it's like cats, they play until they kill the thing. I'm like, oh, just kill it, just yeah. put it out its misery already. Yeah. They're like, that's no fun, and yeah. you're like, hmm.
1: Oh, it was a disaster. I tried to get the bug out of her mouth, the, the grasshopper, and. You know, a leg came off and Oof. Then, Oof. then he was trying to jump on one. It was. Cobrecito. Yeah, I felt bad. Yeah. Nah, a little bit.
0: I mean, kind of. It's a grasshopper, whatever. Yeah. I don't want it in my house. That's nah. for fucking sure. Yep. I would, if he came in the house, i would be like squash.
1: Oh, so we caught the lizard.
0: Oh, yes. And then last night, Sean was taking uh, Roxy out to go pod again. And a lizard came in through the door.
1: This one is even smaller. It was honestly <laughs> the, the size for my. My. My i was actually proud finger, the, of the how pinky.
0: non-reactive i was yeah, i was like oh there's a lizard and then i went and got a cup and it went in the cup and i gave it to sean i was like take him out
1: it was maybe a quarter of an inch long it was so cute
0: but i was afraid because i didn't want to put the cup down but i did not want to squish it because it so i didn't small. want
1: roxy because i oh, do like lizards they're really cute right we have a lot of them it's like here. a little gecko and uh, not to be confused with Geico. i am And a gecko. gecko not to be confused with gecko. so the little guy stayed in the cup
0: and they're almost like see-through a little
1: yeah when they're young they're like
0: little yellow see looks like a
1: salamander he
0: did kind of i don't know Not if that's that what we have here no i don't know
1: i think it's a baby gecko. she
0: knows where they live because oh, she's under the deck yeah. yeah so anyway
1: well so. i took her ran her around and then i came back to the door with uh, roxy and lo and behold the lizard was still in the cup and i was like oh no the dog's gonna
0: find it and kill it get
1: it because the dog is faster than me and uh so i i raced i got it and the little lizard was just it, it was so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: They're really cute. And they're so, little, little fingers.
1: Yeah. So I I, squeak, squeak, squeak. I saved it from the dog. Good but job. I don't know if I can save all of them from the dog because she seems to be a mighty hunter.
0: She, She's really, she's killed, she killed a grasshopper. She killed a, a cicada. Mm-hmm. She's tried to eat a bunch of dead bugs and she tried to chase after some of the lizards. I try to stop her, but she, she hasn't gotten any, but she, she like knows where they're at and she like sniffs and I'm like best of luck to you oh my favorite though is the squirrels in the trees so we have a bunch of asshole squirrels who already are trying and you guys know i love squirrels but like not when they like try to chew my house down and get into my attic and so i hate them now
1: you have to have boundaries yeah otherwise have squirrels will take advantage of and
0: you. i still i never put out that stuff to get rid of them the garlic Remember, it's like a seasoning we need to season our house so they don't eat it so i never put that stuff out and i need to it's probably just one of the things on my list that never got done anyway but they know now that we have a dog and they sound the alarm every time we're out with her that little shit there's, well
1: they follow you through the yard yeah, they jump and just from yell branch to branch And she
0: could care less she's like she looks up and then she's like
1: idiots she doesn't look up all the time though Mm-mm. she hasn't really figured what up is because she's so low to the ground she just well, sniffs. She sees
0: birds sometimes and she'll be like oh you know yeah but with and they just like yell they're like.
1: Yeah, they freak out,
0: and then they like—that's the weirdest noise. And then they lay flat. A cat. They lay flat. I know. Because you like, know the
1: cat would be in the trees, like a jungle oh, cat. Polly,
0: my mom's cat already have murdered all of them. Mm-hmm. Dead. Boom.
1: Mm-hmm. Be lucky. We goes.
0: be lucky. We have a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> and she's more concerned with like cockroaches and cicadas.
1: Funny <sighs> girl. Yeah. 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 It's kind of so a anyway. <laughs> an an odd week. So there's been uh, a couple of deaths, and not to get into a pit of despair, but... Yeah, I was
0: like, this is really early on to try to do them.
1: Yeah, I just... I'm, it's on my mind. Uh, the Why? I don't know. I think just because it was in the news and it was in my news feeds. Yeah. And I think it touched a lot of people in various communities.
0: All overdose-based.
1: Yeah, uh, the... Guy who played Omar on The Wire, mm-hmm. Michael. We love The
0: Wire, if you haven't watched The Wire. <laughs> Highly recommend.
1: Um, anyways. Oh, I'll pull it up. He uh-huh. he, he was found, uh, he had passed away in his apartment and um, there was drug paraphernalia there, as well as there was- uh, Michael K.
0: Williams. K. Williams. He died at the age of 54. Yeah, Such a talented guy. He was also in Law, Law & Order a lot. And oh, was he? He's been in a lot of my shows. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Exceptional actor and- yeah struggled with addiction it sounds like throughout his life but i just find it very interesting because there's you know new it just seems like there's more and more uh deaths that are
0: that could have been prevented
1: well (laughs) it seems like there's a really there's very powerful drugs that are out there it's not
0: yeah, fentanyl is nothing to fuck with. Yeah, I'll tell you it, what,
1: exactly, and it it sounds like fentanyl is showing up in or fentanyl, sorry, is showing up in everything. They're mm-hmm. they're finding it in other uh, drugs. Well, that's basically. what happened to the
0: comedians that died.
1: Yeah, and that's the other. The, yeah,
0: because it was in the cocaine or whatever. Yeah, it don't was, do drugs, kids. You don't know what's in it.
1: No, well, that's it. It's it's really str- not strange, but it's. It's it's terrifying, you know, yeah. and apparently on Long Island, there was another uh, group of people this week. And so you I don't know say if it's like right.
0: Long, Island.
1: Long, Long Island, Long Island, Long Island, Long Island. <laughs> oh. But apparently there's another group of people who passed away there. Well, and...
0: here are my thoughts about it. Can mm-hmm. I give you my thoughts? Yeah. So the problem is that we've been in these fucking crazy lockdowns mm-hmm. and things that we used to love to do <clears throat> have been stopped and people's mental health is deteriorating. Now, I know that seems, you're like, Katie, that can't explain all of it. Of course, it doesn't explain all of it. But I think that's a huge chunk of what's going on. Suicide rates are up. Drug and alcohol addiction relapses rates are up. Like, we know this. That's not, I'm not making up shit. You can check your statistics on your own. But nobody wants to talk about that. And instead, the government's like, well, I think we might have to shut these things down again. And I'm like, you don't understand what that means. Now, I know health and safety are a priority. But... Covid's not going anywhere. So we got to figure out how the fuck to live like this because what we're doing right now is not living.
1: Yeah, uh, if this is the release that people are using or
0: mm-hmm. Well, we, I we even talked about this early on how we drank more often. Mm-hmm. Like I would always have like a glass of wine a night. Like I don't I would never do that before. I had my wine spritzers. Right. You guys remember the wine spritzers. And I'm not doing that anymore now, but if I had a problem that could have been what pushed me over the edge, you know, if I was like barely hanging on.
1: Yeah. And, and this is, it may sound weird, but with drugs being illegal, mm-hmm. you have producers of drugs. You don't know what's in them. You don't know what it is. That's it's why not, they
0: should be, some should be legalized so we can at least control what it is.
1: This happened, I believe, during prohibition as well, where, when oh, they yeah. outlawed alcohol. People died of it. People because were making it's like... bad alcohol they their, you know, bathtub gin, basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah bad hooch you, you don't know what you. you're what you're ingesting right and i think the same thing is happening right now with mm-hmm. with hard drugs and and it, it's really worrisome because y- you have you know criminal enterprises or mm-hmm. whatever uh making bad drugs and, well, and, and people are, only, are dying
0: it not only harms people but then it also causes like sorry i've got a got pod nose it causes
1: the, <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but it causes um like more violence because then like there's gang wars and over turf and who's bringing what into the country and that it's like it causes a lot more like it's not just the death of the people who who have a problem and use the product it's also the, the way that it even enters countries and the way that it's even disseminated and then the the legal system and how many people are arrested for trying to put food on the table for their family and all they know is like to deal drugs you know what i mean like there's this whole systemic problem really
1: yeah, and it hides in the shadows, and that's very difficult. Well, people to, don't want to talk about it. No. And
0: everybody does it.
1: Well, it's illegal, first of all. uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: But at the end of the day, so I'm 46, right? Mm-hmm. And I grew up. <gasps> what? I've been lying to you this whole time. I know. I thought I know, you, I you I were 26. You. Yeah. Oh. Uh,
0: <laughs> Your knees told me that they were 46 just today right. when you bent down to pick up a puppy.
1: 46 years old, and. My earliest memories of the United States, being a Canadian, by Mm -hmm. the way, uh, I I don't recall the prime minister of Canada when I was a kid, but I do remember Ronald Reagan Mm -hmm. and the war on drugs, the war on drugs. It was raging. To the point where I think Drew Barrymore. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, Drew yeah. Barrymore did the commercial as a little kid. Hey, don't do drugs. Like it's a little kid shouldn't be doing drugs. But yeah, she, did,
0: there was a ton of those.
1: Yeah, and, and Nancy the Dare Reagan program. Had, yeah, I think that was her initiative.
0: Yeah, because didn't she have someone in her family die, or she had addiction?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. But
0: there's something like that.
1: So, so I grew maybe up. Maybe that's
0: Betty Ford. I'm it, thinking.
1: Right. Well, that would make more sense. Yeah. You know. You don't, you don't hear of the Nancy Reagan clinics.
0: Well, but, no, but there there was a reason they were so into that and I don't know why. Mm. If it was like a death in the family or addiction in the family, or I don't know, I just was wondering.
1: But you hear about how how huge the the drug problem is in the United States. Like the, people have a penchant for drugs here and there's a lot of disposable you income. You don't think
0: they do in Canada?
1: I think they do in Canada as well, but in the United States, the United States is a massive purchaser of, of, of drugs. Of course, first like, of all, we have
0: a huge population and second of all, we have a lot of money.
1: A lot of money and so,
0: also, they make us work too hard. We don't get to drink in the afternoon. <laughs> We're too pent up. We need,
1: right. you know. I just, I, we have to come up with better solutions because I remember hearing mm-hmm. roughly like eight years ago, uh, seven years ago, how bad the uh, what's that crystal meth problem was. And, oh, yeah. and even, I'd heard like-
0: Even where I grew up in Washington state, yeah, they have a huge like meth tw- problem.
1: 20 years ago, you mm-hmm. start. I started hearing rumblings of it. Mm-hmm but up about seven years ago i was like this is nuts and then uh yeah now Oxycontin- the 909
0: the 909 in uh, california is an area code it's religious uh inland empire it's called but that was a huge myth mm-hmm. like so many meth houses they busted and then they have to like try to like they have to essentially get rid of them like homes that more meth has been cooked are completely ruined
1: right yeah it's it, it's a huge problem and Crazy. we okay. don't seem to have the right answers so i'm I, it's just on my mind and this this week mm-hmm. i think just because we're several uh things that had happened in the news i was just this is this is crazy how many yeah how many famous and it's not about famous people but because famous people carry so much gravity
0: people notice more even though it's been happening
1: i'm sure how many people are dying behind the scenes that we don't know about Mm
0: -hmm.
1: with that said you think about like prince you think about Mm -hmm. uh tom petty mm -hmm. uh, michael jackson Michael Jackson, that was mm-hmm. fentanyl, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who is Heath Ledger? Mm-hmm. You know, there were a lot of, uh, and I'm sure there's a. The ton The list of goes on and on.
0: DMX recently,
1: was that from drugs as well? Mm-hmm.
0: Crack. Wow,
1: was that crack? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so he had
0: a big drug problem, and that's that's the thing. And then we should change the subject. Because this is fucking depressing. But that's the thing that pisses me off is that people in positions of power want to say to others, we need to tax people more and we need to build houses for these unhoused people. And we need to, you know, um, I don't know, decriminalize drug use. And I'm like, sure that it's like, it's like putting a bandaid on a broken leg. I'm like, okay, sure. That's a place to start, but where are the treatment centers? Where are the detox facilities in LA? a fucking crazy rich city. If I had to put somebody into like rehab or detox, first of all, they better have some fucking good insurance because that shit is expensive. Second of all, someone who needs hospitalization and care had to go like downtown LA and like wait. didn't matter what, you know, like. Unless you had. Unless you have loot.
1: Lots of money. And then you go to Passages Malibu or something where it's like a a vacation. Like
0: that's, we couldn't, that's like crazy rich people, right? It's like thirty five forty five thousand dollars a month what's the average person so it's like university or pretty much but a month not a year but what like what's the average person who has a problem supposed to do and if you are struggling with addiction and you're on the street oh you're fucked don't give me a house to go do more drugs in and just die in this little apartment you built for me instead give me a fucking bed in a detox facility and don't let me leave
1: i'd be curious to know how many people on the streets in los angeles as well as let's say austin or whatnot i'd be curious to know what percentage of those people are struggling
0: well mentally ill or have drug addiction and and yes those are the same thing but yeah those are the same thing really but what's the percentage i would estimate Ninety percent. And I'm I'm not even exaggerating because I think that ten percent are people who've maybe lost their jobs because tough times and are trying to get back on their feet. Sure. But anyway, so that's what frustrates me is politicians are like, we need to tax the wealthy more and build these million dollar condos. I'm like, fuck you, I can't afford a million dollar condo. How about instead we build some treatment facilities?
1: And Katie's not being uh a joker here. Los Angeles County has a price tag oh, right now yeah. of between five hundred thousand and to $1 million per housing unit for a single individual, which makes home? no sense. Makes no sense. And we heard the city councilors talking about it on television. Yeah, we watched the, It made me so angry. And he said, well, it's $500,000 now on paper, but we estimate that the units, when we go to build them, will actually end up costing $1 million per unit. I was like, what is this? Like, What
0: kind of unit? What are we doing?
1: It's because the land is so valuable. I think that's what's going on. But hey, I'm sorry. The solutions that are being proffered right now are idiotic it doesn't
0: fix it doesn't fix the actual problem it just it's it's to me it feels like it's just gonna put them take them off the street so we don't see them and then they're just gonna die in some condo complex we built.
1: i don't know why we don't hear the news or the politicians raging against this right now because i think this is affecting everyone i think it's in every community everywhere a lot
0: of people's families yeah a a lot of people we have a lot of members of our community who struggle with drug addiction it's not I don't know it just really pisses me off and i think that's why i just get so frustrated yeah anyway let's move on
1: okay well if you are dealing with any issues yourself there there are services out there like Mm -hmm. it's not a a completely hopeless scenario but al-anon
0: for anybody who has a family member who has drug or alcohol addiction aa and na i cannot recommend those enough they're free they're online They're also in person in a lot of states and a lot of counties and cities, depending on where you live and what the lockdown stuff is. But I think that's a really great place to just get some support. Even if you're not sober, you can go. If you're one day sober, you can go. Um, I think it's a great way to to connect and to not feel alone with what you're going through. I think that's one of the
1: the, the key things is that Mm -hmm. because drugs thrive. In secrecy oh yeah shame blah blah blah.
0: that's why you get isolated from your family right and then there's the the guilt around like well i stole money from them to pay for hey we all got to start somewhere
1: that's it and i think the the best thing people can do from what i hear and i'm not obviously i don't know anything like i'm not a specialist in in this sort of thing yeah i I play one on tv right but it's it's not being alone so if you can find some community where like you were saying um al-anon and what was it a a and NA. na yeah
0: so check those out um yeah that's just a good place to start there's also codependence anonymous if you've had a relationship with someone who had drug or alcohol addiction that's another thing that could be helpful too but Alanon kind of does the same thing um but well, anyway let's... Th-
1: thanks for letting me talk about it because it, it what it really was bugged me and, well, and I
0: think I'll have to do a video about it in a way because I I think we're all aware of it and
1: uh I woke up today and and I really I was I don't know why but I was thinking about it and just kept every time i had a spare moment boop, it would pop back in my mind and and it wasn't because of, oh a favorite actor has passed away or yeah. oh, but it just seems like it's
0: one thing after the other i feel like I, we've had a lot of the death and then i know suicidal thoughts have been um more rampant in our community
1: well i, I that was something when we were talking with youtube on the phone uh two weeks ago ago, 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 ago. they said hey you know how's everything going with with your community and you know you're having a general uh, conversation I said listen in the comment section I'm seeing a common thread and people are talking about uh, suicide they have questions about it they're they're reaching out and they're using the tools properly Mm -hmm. but I think there's we're seeing what was predicted
0: yeah during
1: COVID you know the early days of COVID they're like oh people's mental health is going to suffer, yeah. not just because of COVID, but because of restrictions. And I'm not saying restrictions are well, bad or there's a or lot good, of things. Think but, of
0: the trauma of being a first responder and having to be on the front lines and see death every day. That's fucking traumatizing right. and super stressful. Then the people who lost jobs, then financial stress. Loss bad. of family members. Then death in the family. Then even just the, the, the worry news. of getting sick. Remember how much we worried about going we haven't even gone to Canada because I was like, oh my God, like, what if we give your dad the COVID and we give it to your sister? Like, you don't want to get anybody sick. Right. You're like, fuck. And then we didn't go to Washington. We drove, actually, because we could quarantine and then we could drive and wouldn't have to interact with anybody. Cause I was like, my grandma's like 85. Like, oh my God, like that would be devastating to me that I would be like a catalyst to cause something. It's just a big shit show. I yeah. tell you what. But anyway, let's move on.
1: Yeah. Let's move on. If you are dealing with anything, certainly reach out for help yeah
0: please speak up reach out um also i have tons of videos about suicide safety plans create those when you're not feeling your shittiest um please talk to a professional let them know what's going on i know that talking about suicide we can be afraid they're going to put us in a hospital but if we are danger to ourselves and we're worried about our safety so it's it's a better place to be sometimes i'm not saying hospitals are great by and, the way i'm just and I'm saying not,
1: one one other thing with this mm-hmm. and and I'll, I'll drop it but uh when it comes to hard drugs that are on the street, you just don't know what you're getting unless know. you know, <laughs> sounds silly to say, where, where did this come from? But, but you pl- just got to be so careful. It, it, this is.
0: Don't do drugs. And if you you have an addiction problem, please, please again, N A A A, get some help. Cause it's just not safe out there. Um, My book came out this week, uh, two weeks did. ago. <clears throat>
1: it did. Um, I, I didn't Last plan to talk that. about this because of your book, by the way. I'm just.
0: Uh, (laughs) what aren't you a marketing genius (laughs) no no but I was excited that it's out I hope people are enjoying it um I don't know why it's like you spend so long researching reading writing editing reading editing that by the time it comes out I'm like yeah I did that I'm like I've moved on right
1: (laughs) that it's interesting so you produced a book Mm -hmm. can you imagine being the Rolling Stones And in 1964, you wrote some hits and then 1965, 66, 67, all these years of hits, decades of hits. And you go on tour and you have to play this. How many times can you hear Start Me Up?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you know,
1: and can you imagine if you had to go through Traumatized every weekend? You had to read the same lines over and over. You're like, play your hit, you know? Oh, my
0: God. Yeah.
1: Do you remember when we went to Mm -hmm. Mammoth? We've told them, I think.
0: Oh, John
1: Popper from Blues Traveler. You know, First they,
0: of all he'd lost all that weight He was super skinny And I was like wow good for him And then he was playing a bunch of like new music Which nobody wants to go I'm sorry musicians out there Nobody wants to go to a concert where they say I'm gonna play some new stuff I'm working on You're like fuck me Play one song then move on
1: Especially if the bloom is off the rose like 20 years later You're like I'm playing my new songs And that's fine but
0: But you can play one or two it's probably and space, a magic ratio space them out But like I thought Tim McGraw and Faith Hill did an amazing job at the concert. Obviously, they're Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, so they're fucking amazing. But they did this thing where they would play an old song. So like from the 90s, like one of their originals. And then they go into a brand new song, like from the last year. And then they go back and they did that all the way weaving between both of them. I mean, it was a genius. The, The lineup of songs like I've never been more excited in my life. Thank you for those tickets. I sang along to everything. I was so excited to be there. They walked right by me. I'm not weird, so I didn't like reach out to touch them because they're not they're not the Pope or Jesus, and I also wouldn't even do it for them. So I just like was like, oh, I was so excited. And that girl spilled a drink all over herself. She got so excited. <laughs> anyway, I think there's a there's a magic to putting together. You have
1: to sprinkle your hits throughout yeah. the show. You can't just front. Yeah. So I can't imagine having
0: to keep reading it because I feel like I've read it. And then when I was doing the audiobook, I was like, it's so funny because I hadn't. They they were so late at having me do the audiobook. I really want to put the screws to my publishers because they were so late.
1: I think. Whenever there's a mistake, and it's business, so mm-hmm. it just—it's it, their fault, not mine. Ha- exactly. And
0: I'm frustrated because I tried to book, I tried to schedule that date for three weeks. Yep. So anyway,
1: w- with that said, mm-hmm. one thing I'm trying to practice right now, personally, is having a little empathy. Like if someone doesn't get back to me, if and business is different, I, I get it. Yeah, it's not personal. And, and you weren't, you weren't. Oh, mad I didn't hurt. I
0: just kept saying, "Hey, I haven't heard back from you. When can I do this?" And then JL, my literary agent, would be like, "Hey, can yeah. we schedule this?" And then finally, Linnea, my manager, had to be like dude i don't know when like what you know yeah we i didn't even get to do edits or pickups so i hope i hope the audiobook sounds good um but anyways when i was reading doing the audiobook and reading i was like i think it's actually a pretty good book
1: i think it's a great book. i'm proud of it yeah no i've actually gone through quite a bit of it already so i I, have you yeah i have
0: really when i've never Uh, seen you read it
1: well i had access to chapters that were digital it's true when i was writing i had the uh what do they call it the galley copy the galley Uh, Why do they call it the galley? Is it because you read it in the kitchen? What's the... uh...
0: Only in galleys. No, um, it's... uh, They call... I don't know why they call them galley copies, but the galley copies are the copies that go out that are unedited. So they're kind of like a diamond in the rough. Like they're not completely sussed out yet. They're mostly sussed out, but a lot of the formatting to make it pretty hasn't happened. Okay. And also the copy editing... And any typos hasn't been caught. So it's,
1: it's an advanced copy. Yeah. Kind of like how Kanye West. Although I know, you know there, there are five hears.
0: typos in this book, and I'm very frustrated that there are typos in this book.
1: There are typos in every book.
0: Well, I know, but if they'd let me do the audiobook earlier, I could have caught them.
1: uh Fun fact: War and Peace mm-hmm. was actually War and Peas. Mm. It was about a a food issue yeah. in Russia.
0: I mean, peas are rough. I just picture like. You know, if you could cut to a cartoon, if you had the ability to create a cartoon, it's like peas with like knives, like ah! Like they're coming, <laughs> like charging in. <laughs>
1: Remember the green. far side? Uh, uh, Gary Larson was the- I love,
0: yeah, I love the far side.
1: Genius, one of the brightest minds. I mean, Einstein is here. Gary Larson is up here. 100%,
0: totally uh, and, agree. And
1: what I was saying there for anyone who's listening is Einstein is very smart. And Gary, Gary Larson Larson's is above. Smarter. He's smarter. I think Gary Larson may have, I don't know if, is he still alive? probably still alive. If he is, we should have him on the podcast. Um, I'll put some people on it. Yeah. I, mean, he, I think Gary Larson may be God.
0: Okay, let's move on. Well, so, no,
1: but there's one one cartoon that he wrote, and that was When Potato Salad Goes Bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're thinking, oh, it's left out on the Can counter. Can we
0: put it up on the thing?
1: Yeah, I'll put it up on the thing. One of my favorite cartoons, That I don't know why, but it just, it, it cracks me up. It and essentially
0: sh- shows potato salad, like, turning bad like not turning bad as in like you can't eat it but turning bad as in like it's gonna hurt you
1: yeah he's got a gun. yeah he's got a gun
0: and a cigarette i think doesn't have a cigarette in his mouth he's I, like, I don't Stick know him up, yeah he's,
1: he's got a gun and, and all the f- the vegetables in the, in the fridge are, are putting their I hands he had a
0: cigarette in his mouth maybe not
1: and then the other one that he did and this one just every time i school see for it, the gifted midvale school for the gifted and it says pull pull and, and his, the kid is pushing
0: he's <laughs> leaning his whole entire body weight into that <laughs> there's
1: so many of them it, if you do like That's gary a good coffee
0: table book oh that and amazing. the new york times comic they Her have dreams. like a whole book of them mm-hmm. those are it's funny um back in the day when i was a sales rep you guys know like this is like years ago now i don't even know how many years like a lot of years anyway i sat in a lot of waiting rooms and i forget who it was anyway somebody had the new york times comic uh, the whole collection of for like i don't know like 20 years let's say and i used to love waiting i'd be like i'll just go there a little early and sit and read some comics why not so funny
1: i was the same way with playboy i would just look at the cartoons it wasn't about the uh
0: the cartoons
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding i never i never found that uh that genre of literature uh literature wow really well you know they had good articles and it was like rolling stone's uh, or Rolling Stone magazine, but with naked ladies. You know, they. I
0: don't think they had good articles. I think that's a lie.
1: I think that that was part of it. They, they.
0: No one's buying that for the articles. Well, Let's just be real.
1: There were, there were. It's sm- like someone
0: saying, "I go to Hooters for the hamburgers," and you're like, "Mm-hmm, sure." Oh, they got the best wings. Do they?
1: Right, but what I'm saying is that hmm. I think they did hire
0: I'm quality not, writers I'm a superstitious, but I'm a the, mm-hmm.
1: you know, the the beginnings of the of that magazine. Yeah. It just happened to have, you know, pornography in it or whatever. You I don't it.
0: think it just happened it w- to have Sean's trying to downplay this. No, but I think I they didn't have quality
1: poli- writers. And then you had magazines that were straight up like,
0: yeah, like jugs or something.
1: Yeah. Right. I that. only
0: say that cause it was in sex in the city.
1: Okay. She caught him.
0: She caught him her husband who wouldn't, couldn't get up in bed uh, jerking off to a, to
1: jugs. Jugs. That's like a, some weird title from the eighties or something. So then she
0: cut and pasted her face, her head from their wedding on all the ladies with the, it was so funny. Does anybody, does anybody know what I'm talking about? Anyway. Um,
1: How did we get onto this topic? Spicy. <laughs> I don't know,
0: super spicy. But anyways, back onto topic. Yes. Uh, my book came out, I hope you guys like it. I'm very proud of it. I think it's a really helpful tool. And somebody left a comment and said, if I saw this, I'd wanna pick it up anyways, cause it's so pretty. And I have to agree, she's very pretty.
1: It's not Diwali, what is it when they, in? I forget, we already talked about this. We did, it's not called okay. Diwali, it's something it. else. We'll pick it up from there. I think it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yep. It stands out. It's striking. I hope to see it in Costco. That's my, I hope the Costco buyer, if you're listening, dear buyer of all books. Dear Costco buyer. You just got to put the positive vibe out there because Mm -hmm. I think if it's in Costco or Walmart, Mm -hmm. I think the, oh no, it is in Walmart. It is in
0: Walmart and Target, but I don't know if it's actually in the stores. A lot of times, even though it says available there, it's just online.
1: Mm No because well,
0: i've been to targets and i haven't seen my are you okay and i know you can buy it online there
1: right i i don't know we'll see <laughs> if you see it in the store send us a picture send us
0: a picture i've never I've seen,
1: seen it i no, we saw are you okay and uh was it barnes and nobles
0: no we, we went looking and it wasn't there i've never seen it in the someone store. someone
1: has sent me photos we we've seen photos of of your but books but and i stores. haven't seen it oh okay personally no
0: i don't think so i can't remember hmm.
1: I, I keep I, looking in the airport when we're in the airport I'm yeah i always try to look but like book soup and airports stuff. only carry like 10 books
0: yeah true
1: and it's usually the subtle art of not giving a fuck that's always their, that book i don't know something with airports they carry that book in every airport
0: yeah they carry i mean they carry a lot of books but i haven't seen mine okay move on to like stories this is very boring that we're talking about right now
1: oh okay well i'm just having well not a seeing
0: my book and like who who cares <laughs> i haven't seen it in store i would love to but frankly i don't go to a lot of bookstores and when we did before covid i did not see are you okay Hmm. okay well
1: we'll move into letters
0: (laughs) why do you seem so dejected
1: i don't know you cut me off i feel like i feel like i did something bad there
0: no i just didn't want to talk anymore about not like that's such a silly thing okay oh i haven't seen my book in store (laughs) <laughs> i'll cry like dwight
1: everyone buys things online anyways i don't know who goes, yeah. i don't even know if bookstores exist you know what was really weird is a few years ago i saw there was a barnes and nobles in uh marina del rey in california
0: oh yeah that was turned into an amazon books right well
1: first amazon put uh that company out of business for lack of a better description like yeah. they had to close all their their brick and mortars down because amazon was selling also all barnes books.
0: and nobles had huge footprints like their rent Very for big. all those had to be so expensive like the one on third street right on the corner of wilshire and third street in santa monica was this like three-story barnes and noble is that your stomach yes <laughs> but it was and it had a starbucks like in the top i used to love that place i'd go there to study a lot
1: i'd go to listen to music
0: yeah they had the music whole music area so it's wonderful and they went out like what three years ago
1: right so they put this this one barnes and noble went out of business in marine del rey and then who showed up in there an amazon Amazon. and i thought oh that's interesting i'm surprised they don't sell books at whole foods now whole books They they do sell books do they really but
0: not a ton like not book books like they're they're weird like uh here's how to make your mushroom tea taste delicious book and like here's vitamins oh, and okay so taste. they're food they have, related yes they're very i don't know if they have recipe books and stuff but it, they have it in their like pharmacy not pharmacy but i don't know natural homeopath area
1: i used to get lost in bookstores i would love it i would go in mm-hmm. i'd find a nice cozy I used to love place it. and to... you could
0: read a little bit of a book before you purchase oh, it to I'd make sure you liked it
1: i i just
0: are you a speed reader take it into the bathroom i've never known you to... it. <laughs> No. Sean likes to put tell. it
1: back on the shelf <laughs> there's a seinfeld episode about that george wants to return a book and the lady's like we we can't take this book back it's like why not it's brand new i just got it she's like this book has been flagged you you know because he had been taken to the bathroom and, oh, and oh. for some i forget what the joke was but they knew you know <laughs> well they
0: probably have a thing that like beeps to let them know that it's been taken in there and they're like he has to buy that now
1: no 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 he had, he had the book personally and then he brought it back to the store to return purchased
0: it it. you can't return a book i can't imagine
1: yeah of course you you can return anything these days maybe but oh you can't return a puppy do not no if you have a puppy don't
0: no okay no more no more no one returns puppies why would you say that
1: no that's what i'm saying don't do that yeah
0: you don't don't do it okay ours is a keeper she is a keeper she's so cute and she's being so good or she's chewing in our house and pissing all over the place. Who knows?
1: No, she wouldn't. I run her and she then she gets real tuckered out. She's
0: really funny. She spreads her little back legs out. So she's like wider stance, low to the ground. And she like, that's when she kicks into high gear. She goes fast. Ashoo, ashoo. She runs around the backyard. And if you make those noises and like you can get her really amped up and she'll really run until she's like completely panting out of breath and totally hot and exhausted. And then you bring her inside and she drinks her water and then she falls asleep. That's our cycle. We try to get her tired. Run her out. Yeah. You agree? She's so funny, though. She gets the zoomies and she just runs around like a maniac. She was outside today when the sprinklers came on and she got completely
1: drenched. You read a letter.
0: Oh, okay. Then we're done with puppy stories. Okay. This one comes from Josh. Hi, Josh. And it is entitled Dumb Injury and Naming Rule. I like it already. My dumbest injury story happened a few years ago. Doo-doo-doo. I was working out doing box jumps. Those have always been terrifying to me. Have you what ever done is those? a box jump? It's when you stand on the ground and you put a wooden, there's usually these like wooden boxes. It's like an Apple box kind of thing. If, you, if people don't know what Apple boxes are, it's like if you've ever been to any kind of show or studio, they always have these like wooden boxes that they put shit on. And it's, it's just, imagine it's a plain wood box. Very solid. they have them there at the gym and there's different heights there's usually like three heights there might be more where i've been there's only been three and you stand flat-footed like you're gonna do a squat and you bend down and you jump up on top of the box
1: okay so they jump jump jump. down
0: and then up and down and it's like really hard um it's a crazy workout and it's crazy cardio too okay so we're working out doing box jumps I'm sorry, I already can envision what's going to happen. It was getting near the end of my set and I was getting tired. So I was swinging my arms to give myself a little extra momentum. I've done that too. Like, I swung my arm and slammed my right hand into the box. Oh! It hurt. It wasn't until two days later when the pain and swelling hadn't gone down that I went to urgent care. An x-ray showed that I had, in fact, broken my own thumb. I thought you were going to hit your shins into it like everybody does. They like... Bruise themselves horrifically on those box jumps because you like miss.
1: It could have been worse, right? You
0: mm-hmm. could have... but broken your thumb by slam. I mean, right? It had to. It had to hurt. Wow. I mean, I guess dumbest, yes, but also you're just doing your best. You were just
1: gonna. Ugh. And ugh. bragging rights. Yeah. You know,
0: right? For what? I was just going along with you, but I really don't know what you brag about a broken thumb for. I was working out, and I I worked my out hand. so hard I broke my thumb. Yeah, that's what you tell them. Right. 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 Okay. naming rules remember we're talking about rules and how is is it germany or where was it where they there's certain names that you can't
1: like i think most countries are sensible and they say hey you can't use
0: in the states were like yeehaw motherfucker
1: be whatever you want to be no there's big rules here on what you name your kids no yeah absolutely then how
0: did elon get to call is because
1: it daughter. wasn't uh derogatory or, or offensive oh, Well, that it's makes basically sense. the same rules that apply for getting a license a vanity license plate mm-hmm. you know you can't do anything stupid okay. i mean you can try but
0: but they'll just say no no okay every year the social security administration gives a link puts out the list of the most popular baby names Ooh. my rule is don't pick a name that's in the top 10 but do pick a name in the top 100 so that gives you like 80 names to choose from right or no 90 wow <laughs> wow um you know you guys you know it's been a long week <laughs> staying out of the top 10 means your kid is less likely to share a name with another kid in their class i there were a ton of katies that i went to school with like a shitload of katies so many so that when i was in spanish class i couldn't be kati or like i forget what Catherine was in spanish how they like made it into a spanish name i was ava because there were just too many katies they'd already done all the iterations Mm -hmm. and i was like but they aren't even real katies their name's fucking Catherine. my name is just katie like all you bitches get your own name why do i have to be ava you should be like i don't know hulita over there get out of my face (laughs) those fake katies i will not i will not stand for it anyway so staying on the top 10 means they're less likely to share a name you probably had a ton of sean's growing up with you yep The lot even when I met you so there were a ton of Sean's in in said Sean's friend group and it there were so many that they all went by last names so like you were St. Louis there's Nichols there's Remus and then you have friends back home like four Sean's
1: I, I think Sean Connery was a big Sean Connery Sean Connery a, Connery, a lot I of like a those. lot of people were like you know what I'm gonna name my kid a really cool what are we gonna name him after Oh, Sean Connery. He was, you know, Mm -hmm. you give your your son a cool name like that, then maybe. Why
0: not many Harrisons? Harrison Ford. I always thought Harrison Ford was a nice name. Harrison. It's fun. Harry's
1: son. It's kind of a.
0: Do you need to eat something?
1: Is my stomach still growling? (laughs) It is. Oh, I can't hear it. Oh,
0: you can't hear it? Okay. Then maybe nobody else can either. Okay. One can hope. So staying out of the top 10 means they're less likely to share a name with another kid in their class. When I was growing up, there are always two or three other Joshuas in my class because I was the seventh most popular name the year that I was born, right? Then you have to deal with it. And by staying in the top 100, you're going to have a name that other people have heard before, keeping away from the truly unique names like Gravity or the name of Elon Musk's child. I don't, how are you supposed to say that? It's like X-A-E-A-12, X-A-E-12. XI Hey. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Have we heard him say it before?
1: Yeah, I think he explained it once. Uh, I think I heard him talk about it, but I don't remember. I I mean, not, not that I think it's silly. You can name your kid whatever you want. I
0: Well, I'd like to You can name your child whatever you want. However, how are they like imagine the teachers <laughs>
1: I, I think they get a an additional name than that. I don't think that's the only. Name yeah, maybe that you get. they're go by your middle name, you like know? Amy or yeah. something.
0: But but having like a name that someone can pronounce and the, because there's so many ways you have to use your name, like everything from like being in school to meeting new people. How many times I've had this happen to me a lot worse. I'll meet somebody and I'm, I'll be like, "Come again?" Like I won't know what their name means or what it is because it's like so different, which is fine. But like then you're forever going to have to be telling people their name again and spelling it for them and like they're gonna be repeating it. And then Starbucks, go get a coffee.
1: And they have a hard time at Starbucks anyways. They with have a hard time names. with just
0: like Katie. It's yeah. Kathy.
1: It's kind of fun. I think they they <laughs> messed around a little bit. You know, if you're an employee at Starbucks, you probably have fun.
0: Well, I remember when I worked at Jamba Juice, we would have to put people's names in and then they'd call them out yeah. when it's ready. And it sounds so silly, but because you're not writing it, so you have to type it into like the, aloha system that we had at the time so you have to type in someone's name (laughs) so many names i was like i'm not sure how to spell this you know but you don't want to be an idiot and if they didn't give you their debit card or credit card you like don't have a way to like reference the name so you're just like hope for the best you know hope that they know that's maggie even though it's spelled wrong (laughs) maybe not wrong i don't know but anyway um thank you josh for writing in that was very helpful and very fun and i agree stay out of the top 10 stay in the top 100
1: practical rules i i think that that's very wise of you and uh hmm. i'm gonna have to look up to see what the popular names are this year
0: yeah i don't even keep up with any of that stuff obviously because i don't want a child and second of all we don't want a child so like why
1: right i'm just curious what the popular names are yeah. during a pandemic you know like
0: oh yeah and also we should look up our year like the year that we were born so like in 1975 what was one of the most popular boys names are you in the top 10?
1: Oh, guaranteed. There were so many Sean's.
0: Yeah. I think Sarah was super popular. We had a ton of Sarah's, a ton of Jamie's. Yeah. I don't know. Only time will tell we'll about to find out. Report back. Okay. Celine has sent us the attached document.
1: An attached <laughs> document?
0: Mm-hmm. See the document attached for the letter. Um, my, ED, my ED's diagnosis and tour de France.
1: EDS Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Oh,
0: diagnosis. Gotcha. I was like, EDs. I think it's because I always think eating disorders.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. My
0: Ehlers-Danlos diagnosis and tour de France. And it says, this is from Céline, the French liaison. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, second letter for OTDM. Hello, Sean and Katie and fellow OTDM family. Céline, the French liaison here. Reporting from hot and wet summer France. The heat is quite hard on my health. So I apologize for my poor English and writing skills. You're doing great. Also, we have an entire oh. thing that tells us about ehlers downlos. My Ehlers-Danlos diagnosis or lack of. Include a picture. Um, I've included a picture explaining the extent of my illness. Okay. I have been in pain all my life. And I thought seeing my grandmother and my father suffering as well, that pain was normal and that you just have to live with it. Yeah. If that's right. all you ever are around, you're like, does anybody ever feel good? I don't think so. You know,
1: feeling like shit is the normal.
0: Yeah, your signal is very popular right now. I keep getting notifications.
1: Must be some hockey chat going on. Ooh, hockey talk. Hockey is heating up. Nothing
0: better than honky tonk.
1: Hockey talk is great. Well, you like honky tonk. tonk. I like (laughs) hockey talk. Two very different things.
0: You know, there was they could be adjacent. You know, there's another one. Okay, so that pain was normal. I ignored my health issues being repeatedly told by health professionals that it was all in my head Ugh. or that it couldn't be that bad. Um, I was told by a family member that I was overreacting or being lazy and should toughen up and stop complaining that much. So I did. Then my, my GP, my general practitioner put on, put me on medication and diagnosed me with depression. Wow. Talk about invalidation. It was not correct. I now know that I have complex PTSD I almost ended my life. I gained 40 pounds, started having depersonalization episodes. And one day I realized that I was becoming really disabled and cannot live like this anymore. So I started looking for answers. So yes, I have self, I did self-diagnose myself at first. And then when I went to my new and younger GP, I told her that I may be crazy, but I think I found out, I found what's wrong with, I found out what was wrong with me. Sorry. My doctor looked at all the evidence that I brought to her. And after two weeks, she told me that I was in fact, right. Look at you advocating for yourself. She referred me to a pain specialist and rheumatologist. They have both confirmed my diagnosis. But to have a formal diagnosis, I need to see a specialist in Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, which is pretty hard to find in France. I'm on the waiting list in Lyon and Paris, but COVID. Thanks, COVID.
1: Mm.
0: Now for the fun part. A tourist tour de France
1: wait so before you get into that mm-hmm. uh she has a diagram you said
0: yes there's a thing you can put up on the okay, screen it that the explains screen, but... and it talks about like memory loss and confusion feeling lightheaded and dizzy everything from like muscle and joint pain and stiffness that's to what i thought it was weight I fluctuations allergic allergic symptoms chemical sensitivity also i didn't
1: realize it. that all that came along with it as well yeah okay
0: um all sorts of stuff spinal uh spinal burning, muscle spasms twitching all sorts of things um so yeah people uh, could
1: is it a- I, I wonder if it's like ms where there's a variety inside of that one diagnosis i would assume
0: so because i'd assume first of all that might be why it's hard to diagnose and why you have to see a specialist is because it the symptoms so can different- be so different yeah hmm. um but i'm glad you advocated for yourself celine killing it doing so well man signals off the church here <laughs> okay
1: signal is an app by the way that's oh, yeah. on my phone and katie's reading the emails from my phone so it comes up at the top
0: a little banner it's i can silence it's fine i was just teasing you because i know it's the honky tonk
1: hockey talk <laughs>
0: okay now for the fun part so we're transitioning keep us posted Celine, on how you're doing and you know what what how they've helped you and stuff like that and once you get a proper diagnosis from that specialist even though we know that's already what's happening okay a tourist a touristic tour de france okay January to February you can start the year skiing or snowboarding in the Alps mountains
1: Ah, it's a dream for me I really someday I hope that I can spend a season or two in the Alps Mm -hmm. I I just I, I go on I it's one of my weird things that I look at on YouTube all the time I'm always looking at footage also Instagram
0: we watch mountain uh mountain biking there too a lot
1: yep that was actually in in the Alps uh I think that was Celine's town it, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we got to talking about it with her, yeah. I remember.
1: Oh, a puppy has oh. come in here. We're going to have to pause. pause. Hi. No pun intended. Sorry about that. We just had to take the dog for a little break. She woke up and demanded to be let outside, which we did, and she promptly peed, and that's the update.
0: She's a good girl, and then we fed her her dinner, and now she may whine a little. You might hear her because we had to put her in her crate for the last hour of this episode. hmm
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: I feel bad for her. The producer is angry. She did she did do all the things just right. Okay. Yeah. But back to Celine's letter. Okay. Because we're Céline. moving into the fun part. Mm-hmm. Now, the fun part. A touristic tour de France. Okay. Through January and February, you can start the year skiing or snowboarding in the Alps.
1: Mm-hmm. <gasps> the Sean's Alps. favorite thing. Oh. I I look at them all the time. I he I does. I'm on Instagram looking at people on snowboarding. I'm on YouTube. People who are hiking, but mainly it's the snowboarding. I Ma- mean, the mountains look amazing. Yeah. And so, oh.
0: She's very upset. I know she's filing her complaint. Should we get her right microphone? Now. Yeah.
1: She has a lot to say?
0: She does. Okay. So, getting back to Solon's letter says, Avorias, I'm probably saying it wrong, Three Valley. Okay. Avorias Three Valley is the largest ski area in the world. Where you can play in the snow all day between France, Switzerland, and Italy. Oh, so cool. In the evening, you can recharge by eating all the cheesy goodness like tartiflette, raclette, and fondue.
1: I mean, can I know raclette. I have trouble with that. French, Swiss, and Italians all together.
0: The best foods and the cheeses.
1: I mean, it's just got to be. If you go to heaven,
0: mm,
1: it's a ski resort, and there's swiss people with cheese do you ski
0: on the cheese there's
1: italians i with- want to
0: ski on the cheese in heaven
1: right italians bring the 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 charcuterie mm. and uh or whatever they call it in italy <laughs> the meat board <laughs> and the french bring the puff pastries mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. this is this is what i envision
0: i was watching this one show on like travel network years and years ago yeah. where it yeah. talked about a uh, ski it was like off of a ski resort like in the mountain was this like place that made waffles and they made like savory and sweet waffles and that's all they made is like these little waffle sandwich things did i make you salivate no he swallowed and it looked amazing it was like one of the top 10 most like you know top 10 fun places to eat kind of thing like in a weird location and it was amazing nice i hope she's okay and she'll be quiet in a second okay now so that was january february now starting february 13th right before valentine's day don't jump the gun February 13th to the 28th come to the French Riviera for the Lemon Festival in Minton oh that sounds fun and take a road trip along the Mediterranean Sea towards St. Raphael to see Esterelle Mastiff Red Rocks against the deep blue of the sea that sounds beautiful beautiful. Uh, Celine are you sure you're not a uh, tour guide because maybe you could be our tour guide you can stay there till March to see the gorgeous yellow trees blooming in Bornes Les Mimosas
1: sounds good Okay. I'm in. I'm
0: doing my best. Also, it's um it's a very expensive region. I recommend visiting Saint Paul de Vence Vince for the paint gallery. Uh, it says the paint gallery full old city. So maybe it's like the full paint gallery in this old city. Um, grass. It's G R A S S E for the perfume industry museum and rose or jasmine field. Ooh, and the more famous Saint Tropez Bay. I've heard of the Saint Tropez Bay. I feel like celebrities go there. So it probably is very expensive. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Giant yachts.
0: That sounds amazing though.
1: Isn't it amazing when you see, I mean, you don't have to be wealthy to, to visit these places. No. But something that uh, I, I find fascinating is sometimes you see these yachts that go into the Mediterranean and you're mm-hmm. like, Mike, goodness the size of these yachts yeah right and then there's always a bigger one parked next to it
0: oh even at uh, lake travis over here outside of austin there's like these huge beautiful old sailboats right and like you think you've seen like the biggest one and then around the corner another one's like larger and grander and you're like holy shit
1: the world of boating is rather interesting i love them i mean
0: I-, I love the okay so i love being on the water however remember that time when we went to um catalina island but we didn't go to Avalon
1: Went to Two Harbors.
0: Went to Two Harbors. And our friend, my friend Ashley that I went to high school with, she was in town and her boyfriend's friend owned a boat. And so they took the boat over to Two Harbors and parked it. And then we stayed there in a bedroom in the boat, which, uh, wonderful. Thank you so much for letting us stay. But the bedrooms are so small and it was so, it was like a bunk bed in the room we were in. And I swear to God, Sean like passed out was so just... And I was like, I'm going to suffocate. I had like claustrophobia to the max. I was like, I can't stay. Here.
1: I really love a boat. I mean, to me, the idea of being able to get away, yeah. not, not like get away from something, like I'm not running. You
0: know, no, but just to get away onto to the water. get away
1: and like to be on the water by yourself. That just sounds fantastic.
0: I mean, it is really nice. It's just that claustrophobia factor that I had. Right. I was like, I didn't sleep much at all because i was like come on katie you're okay to try to do my breathing exercises try to do full body shakes i got up i jumped over you because you were on the outside and i tried to push you to the inside because you were already asleep so i was like you be in the claustrophobic region i'll be out here doesn't bother me you were fine and it was fine then i fell asleep but man that was rough it was rough you guys
1: okay boats are built a little odd you know unless mm-hmm. it's a, a very large boat the bedrooms are small it's like well, being it's, in a motorhome on the water. It is you know? like a motorhome on the water. I don't like being in a motorhome.
0: I don't enjoy those. Unless
1: ones. it's a big Cadillac of a motorhome.
0: But I don't, I wouldn't want to pull that or park that.
1: I don't want to drive it.
0: I'm not interested. No.
1: But if I had a tour bus and the bus was, you know, really oh, cool. Oh, you just get to get on the bus. You'd yeah. Like, I don't have yeah, to drive or anything yeah, like that. But I am a little afraid of being on a, a tour bus. And getting in an accident. Yes.
0: There's been a few of those. Was There's been it, a lot of them. Was it Ja Rule or somebody? recently in the last like few years was on a tour bus and got into an accident no
1: uh, who dat ninja tracy morgan sorry I oh yeah it was tracy morgan he You're was right. in a severe I accident it ja
0: Rule. They don't even look anything he
1: but. was in an accident and it was a career accident i believe his his oh. career <laughs> hit a brick wall
0: yeah but i remember tracy morgan that was who it was and he was like terrified it was like super Well, traumatizing. he had s- serious
1: damage Yeah, and they weren't sure if he was going to recover. And although he has recovered, I think he has some issues that are...
0: I'm sure like still PT for like, you know, and issues, obviously trauma. Issues. I, I think
1: cognitively he's not oh, the same. He had like, like, like the, a head injury. Oh yeah. He was really messed up and, and oh. I could be wrong. And I think he has made, you know, it's like 95% recovery, mm-hmm. but I, I think that there are some things that, uh, yeah anyways Poor guy. So, scary.
0: okay yeah. let's get back to the how, sorry how, how did we okay we'll get pull ourselves out because that was beautiful the plate like french riviera for the lemon festival mediterranean sea sounds amazing
1: okay i always wanted to go to the Cannes film festival that oh, to yeah. me i always thought ooh, how how exciting mm. but i don't like crowds I know and i don't either. like a lot of attention so no pictures. No pi- no one wants your picture, asshole. No, 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 no pictures, please. No, no paparazzi, I'd, no paparazzi. I'd wear, you know, Wayfair uh, sunglasses and, um, you know.
0: Wayfair sunglasses. What is that?
1: Barrachi sandals, you know, like uh, Wayfair? Uh, Wayfarer? What are those sunglasses from the, the, the 60s that were really oh. popular? Like they're half rim. On the bottom, it's gold.
0: Oh, I have no idea. That's a that's a question for somebody it's else. It's a
1: style of sunglasses.
0: Oh, okay, I was like Wayfair. You mean like the cheap furniture place? I think that it's like way fair. Making... There's like oh, okay.
1: an E R on the gotcha. Wayfairer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking about.
0: That's fair. Fairer Okay. May twenty fourth and twenty fifth. The A I G U E S. Igus. Egg Egg. Aegis Aig- Aig? Mortis. Aegis Mort. How do you say that in French? French? Aigui mort. I could be wrong. Okay, La Camargue, La Camargue, where there is a gypsy pilgrimage in a small town named Le Saint-Marie-de-la-Mer. Oh, by the water, the mer is the ocean, right? Um, You can get, uh, you can dive into the gypsy culture, music, and horses and bulls parade. Molt is a medieval town surrounded by walls in the middle of famous salt marsh and um,
1: Got to protect that salt marsh. An,
0: and the, an the loo, I don't know, L-O-U-G-H, Lou, is populated by flamingo. Flamingo. Marsh and loch, loch, But that sounds amazing.
1: Sounds like Miami. Super cool. Also, the fact
0: that it's a medieval town surrounded by walls is like, a, whatchamacallit, a, outside of Quebec. Or not outside Quebec, outside of Montreal. Quebec, Quebec City. City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew it would come to me in just a second. I just had to let it. It's been a long week, dude. It's been a long week. Okay. Then, moving on. We're, in, we're still in France. Tourist. I'm nervous.
1: I mispronounce that word.
0: Tur- hey, I'm. You're doing better than I am.
1: My pronunciation's not so good when it comes to French words. I'm not. I'm not Sometimes I'm thrown if I don't. If I've never seen the word before, I'm, I'm second like, best. I don't know how you are best. It.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, June sixth. So we're still tour touring France, Tour de France, Normandy beaches.
1: So That's to, also on my list.
0: Go to those to participate in the festivities to commemorate World War II D-Day.
1: One hundred percent yeah i think it's something that every north american should see
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i know that i'm sure a lot of europeans see it because it is a a travel destination much like the uh, the civil war battlefields in the united states which Mm -hmm. is also something i think people should see because before you vote for war you should be damn certain that 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 it's the right thing not necessarily the right thing to do but that it that you're that you're set on it because the the, the repercussions the damage that happens and when you look at the beaches in normandy and, and or footage uh, yeah the of, footage is
0: it's like crazy
1: or just watch saving private ryan i mean that's a pretty pretty <laughs> is that terrifying it, is that what it's about i think it's the landing the d-day landing and they go oh, in for inland never, from there
0: i don't remember I, I watched it but i mean it's been yeah it's hard just years ago
1: it, it's the the slaughter of, of young people and it's it's absolutely horrifying so i think that it's important for people to to yeah. visit these these well, sites I think sometimes
0: and, you need to know like what took place and and like it's even in,
1: don't forget the past because yeah. you're you're going to re- repeat it you know whatever that mm-hmm. famous saying is mm-hmm. look i'm 46 if years you don't old learn
0: from the past you're doomed to repeat it i think how, that's the same yeah it? Like how
1: many 18 year olds and 19 year olds died mm-hmm. during these wars and i'm not saying that we shouldn't have been at war in fact i think that the United States and Canada or the, the the allies had to stop the axis forces they yeah. were, this was insanity what was going on but i think again go, not not to be doom and gloom but i think <laughs> that we should be looking at these places and and and, and making sure that people understand the yeah.
0: Should i pull off her t- her blanket do you think she's ripping it to shreds
1: She's not whimpering anymore
0: maybe cuz she's chewing the blanket
1: go, Okay go no, check that's okay. if it's bugging you
0: If if she chooses it she chews it
1: because if you go back out there, you're going to... It's
0: going to agitate it more, right? Okay. Sorry, guys. Dog talk. No more honky talk or hockey talk. It's just dog talk. Okay. So the D-Day thing says, a bite historic heavy, but mind-blowing reminder of what American, English, and Canadian contribution of this dark period um, of our recent history. I yeah. agree. To regain peace and recharge, travel to the Mount St. Michel, or... Michael, M I C A G E O Michel. Michelle. To see this abbey on an island.
1: Oh, just. Yeah, Mont Saint few- Michel is, is stunning. It's it it looks like something something that someone conjured out of their, their mind. You know, beautiful. it's beautiful. Which I guess they had to oh. conjure it out of their mind to build it, but but it's not like, it's not it's like a fantasy that someone... An illustration, I'm sorry. It's actually, It looks like it's
0: fake. It's so cool, right? There's no picture. This is the lavender fields. We're oh, okay. getting into that next. Don't rush.
1: France is gorgeous. Yeah, I was I blown away. To, well, it,
0: When we went to Paris, remember, we were like, there's so many places to go. And my, our friends, Lauren and Adam, who traveled a lot more than us in that region, were like, oh, you have to go here, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I and was like, we don't so, have the Something
1: I, I found fascinating about France is that much like a lot of european countries there was def- there was uh, deforestation mm-hmm. that happened just because we needed yeah, lumber to, wood per- to burn to to yeah. fuel this engine of the
0: and to build and progress. all sorts of things yeah. right
1: and the industrial revolution was upon us and anyways that aside although i don't think that was done with wood but building materials france made a concerted effort and i didn't know this until seeing it on the news when we were in paris i was watching the news in my my bro my ability to watch the news is
0: he was trying to practice his french a little bit because it was over my head i was like i can't keep up they talk too fast
1: yeah and i got about 70 percent of the news broadcast but basically france had made a considered effort to uh reforest or -hmm. repopulate the forests and they did an Mm -hmm. excellent job and they showed this map over uh, i think it was uh, the last oh yeah the the, the
0: changes as they've worked at it and it's it's beautiful
1: and it's green and it's lush and.
0: yeah now she's playing i can yeah she's playing she's like
1: oh look how much fun i'm having over here you guys suck well i put
0: three toys in there she should be she should be okay okay um so this all sounds beautiful and we should keep this and use this letter later when we go okay so see the abbey on an island just a few hundred meters from land um made it it's made accessible low tide by a submersive road what Mount Saint Michel and its bay are on the UNESCO list of world heritage sites. Wow, good.
1: I believe that that gives them protected status. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, as well as I believe that there's some sort of UN fund. Mm-hmm. So UNESCO is uh, United Nations. I don't know something, something, but
0: E S C O to
1: protect. You know, some
0: organization.
1: Yeah, these <laughs> these beautiful structures of.
0: We have to have some protection like we even felt that way and i'm not in any way comparing this to the shay j but we talked about how much we love this old restaurant slash bar in santa monica and how it's essentially everything around it is being built up into like condos and i don't know chain restaurants and just trash essentially in my mind and they were gonna like they wanted to force them out and then people in santa monica like fought for them to be able to be deemed a historic site and then it got that historic protection so now it can't be changed which is beautiful and i love it very much yeah yay okay now moving on to the end of june to the first week of july is the best time to see the lavender fields in provence i've seen these a lot of my friends studied in Lyon and in pepperdine Lyon was like our the city where we had a house for study abroad programs and so a lot of people went to provence to see the lavender okay. fields so it was like school had ended and they'd stay and get to travel around a little bit. Okay, so it's the best time to see lavender fields in Provence and there is a very useful website. She gives us the uh, routelavande.com to help plan your trip. Imagine eating a picnic seated in the shade of a tree with the sound of cicada. Oh, they have cicada there too. Cicada and bee noise while a light breeze bringing you the smell of the lavender field. A photo is attached um, of our recent trip. Greenham is very cute. Uh, is a very cute and typical village. Okay, so that must be like really close to Provence. Now, moving on, July fourteenth. A good alternative to the very banal trip to Paris for the Bastille Day is visiting Carcassonne, Carcassonne, to see the fireworks over the walls of the medieval town. Is she gonna? Is she disrupting people? You think?
1: I okay. couldn't tell you.
0: Is she disrupting you? I apologize. <laughs> the region is also known for the Cassoulet, foie gras, and duck products. We had to take another puppy pause because she was playing very loudly, which she's a puppy. She does that. So we had to put her in another room. So hopefully, if that was disruptive, we apologize. We may have to have cut some of it out. I don't know. I'm sorry, Celine, if we had to do that. We love you very much and thank you for your wonderful letter. We're moving on to July 14th, the day after we got married. Oh. Man, we're going to have to make this trip. Spend a whole year in frost. I would. I totally would. My mom would take care of Roxy, maybe.
1: No, Mom, no, no, no. Roxy would, you take care would, of Roxy? Roxy would become a French dog.
0: Is it hard? I don't know how hard it is to bring them with you.
1: I don't think it's that hard.
0: Okay. Because by then... She'll Grease be... a few paws. <laughs> Give somebody an ice cube. She likes ice cubes. She thinks they're treats. Okay. July 14th. A good alternative to the very banal trip to Paris. Is that... Am I saying that right? Banal? 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 It's not a word I use. So, Okay. The banal trip to Paris for the Bastille Day is visiting Car... Carcassonne To see the fireworks Over the walls Of the medieval town The region is also known For the casule The casule Foie gras And duck products Yum You can discover The Cathar Cathar I can never do that The R R, You don't roll R's Like in Spanish Like Cathar You do ah, Cathar culture history And go and see Their old fortress Old fortresses Are fucking cool man I love it we saw that one on Grand Designs where it was like an old fortress that had just been kind of defunct.
1: No, I think that that was, was like, like a
0: castle thing, wasn't but it? it was
1: a wannabe castle. You know, oh, it, it never I thought it served was like, a purpose of actually defending a, uh, it was someone who had an estate that they made to look oh, like Oh, I castle. thought it was
0: like, they thought they'd need it and they didn't. So it just kind of
1: Right, right, there. right.
0: Oh, well, anyway, fortresses are cool. This sounds amazing. Celine. So you you've sold us. You're a great uh, tour guide. Okay. Now. Yeah. August 7th. Okay. Come back in my region to enjoy the mountain in summer. In summer. Uh, again, I'm going to say this word wrong. Annecy. 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 I'll just say it with a French accent. Annecy is amazing for watching the fireworks. So many fireworks. They love them as much as the Texans. While sailing on Annecy, Lake and visiting the old town between the water and the mountain. That's a beautiful, and there are photos for that too, and that looks gorgeous. And then in September, this is my favorite of ours and a secret location. Don't tell anybody. Color, col, 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 color, How
1: would you say that? My my vision is terrible. Colore,
0: colore, and the ver, ver, vermir, verme, verme coast. (laughs) (laughs) Vermay. <laughs> Vermay, Near the Spain border along the Mediterranean Sea. Amazing food and the famous Benules and Rivasaltes red sweet red wine. I'm probably butchering those also, and I apologize for my horrible, horrible French. The Catalan culture, or is it Catalan? Catalan. Catalan culture. Yeah. Catalonian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is a mix between South of France and Spanish culture. Although grumpy at first, Catalan people will be super friendly. And Sean, if you told them you're from Quebec, they will love you because they wish for a separate nation as well.
1: Yeah, the how uh, Catalonians and the Basque. Are the Catalonians, but mm-hmm. Basque means Spain, I believe. I
0: would say, wasn't it part of Spain? They wanted to be.
1: They were the most recent ones. They yeah. they had all the protests mm-hmm. and then there was the I think that their their local government was arrested mm. because that they were Separatists. Yeah.
0: Crazy. But. My <sighs> top secret place to stay. Hush hush, you guys don't tell anybody. Just for the O T D M listeners, you heard it here only. Is L'Auberge du Ro R O U A. Rua? Rua?
1: Yeah, l'auberge de Rouen. Uh,
0: de Rua. de Rua. In argeles sur mer is the best place on earth to stay. Check out their website. She gives the link. A beautiful mass, an old farm typical of the south of France, turned into a hotel restaurant by the friendliest couple where you can relax next to the pool, enjoying the view of the vineyard and the Pyrenees mountains. Is that where those dogs are from?
1: I would assume the Pyrenees dogs are from the Pyrenees mountains, but
0: because they're white, fluffy, beautiful dogs. I wonder, are there Pyrenees dogs there? Do tell, Celine. Okay, best value for money. Um, the region, you know, the best... German
1: shepherds aren't from Toronto. <sighs> yeah. I mean, they, they, mean, maybe they live there. They're but not they... from
0: Missouri. I'm just kidding. My family called Missouri, Missouri, for some reason. Okay, so Pyrenees mountains, the best, like best bang for your buck in the mm. region, for a vineyard or for summer holiday. Sorry, I was skipping lines there. If you um, like to lay down on a sandy beach, you go to Argolis, or you can enjoy snorkeling in the lovely rocky cove between Bagnol and Collure. Coyour. Col- 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 Col-
1: Col- Col- I don't know. The houseman said it.
0: Okay.
1: I'm not good at this. I, yeah. I, went to, I played rugby in France when mm-hmm. I was younger. Yeah, you did. And went from uh, Paris. Mm-hmm. And then we took the TGV, which is a train à grande vitesse down to the south of France. Mm-hmm. And we stayed in a small town by the name of Le Beaussee. Le Bossier is like, it was a, it was a village, you know, I, I, maybe it's bigger now because it's so long ago, but it was so fun to see how, I think this is one of the wonderful things that kids should do. And one of the great things about sports is if you can bill it you go stay with another family. I'd and, assume they
0: still do stuff. Well, oh, I, I would, mean, pre-COVID.
1: I would assume they do it too. But it's something that I think all kids should experience, whether it's through sports or some other activity, to go to another nation when you're younger. And, I think it
0: depends on where you play because I played sports a shit ton and I traveled all over the States and we never did that. There was never, I never, I didn't know anybody that did that.
1: Yeah, but the United States, you have, you know, so many people to play against. In Canada, there's like so But six we didn't do us. any
0: billeting. We just traveled to like right. do it
1: i guess it just depends on what sport mm. you're in what
0: have you billeted send us a letter let yeah. us know
1: but le oh. Bosse was awesome and i learned a lot from these kids one i learned how much they love bob marley <laughs> oh. they were so big into i bob. swear to
0: god you can travel anywhere in the world and they love
1: bob marley it's a universal we, language and it, that's how you know if someone is you know generally a nice person you're like hey you like bob and they're like yeah i like bob
0: everybody loves bob marley who doesn't love bob marley i'll always haters re- i actually have a photo if i can find it Lord help us because we just moved and I don't think I can find it. But there's this photo of this guy because back then we didn't have phones like we do now. But when I went to Costa Rica in like 2005 or 2006, there was a guy at the at the bus station because we took buses everywhere to on the weekend. So we had school during the week and we would be in San Jose and like playing around in San Pedro. And then we take the buses out to like, you know, Monteverde or wherever. Dominical. Anyway, so we were at the bus station. There was a guy with a little wooden box and and like a broomstick out of it and one string playing a Bob Marley song somehow and like his foot would stomp for the beat it was amazing and I wish I had a video of it maybe somebody does but again it wasn't you didn't have those capabilities in like 2005 2006 unless you were like your dad and had like the big camcorder Mm. which nobody really had or we didn't have okay October to November the Finisterre region in Bretagne. Bretagne offer a pretty spectacular view for the storms along the Atlantic coast and spend Halloween season in Brook landier for... Brockel-Liandre? Brooke, okay, like Sean says. Forest to look for Merlin I don't and know other, that's right other Celtic fairies. Oh, fun. Merlin? De- yep, Merlin and What's... other Celtic fairies. Hmm. It's supposed to be special. December and Christmas time, Alsace, Alsace, Alsace. Uh, Christmas market of Colmar is a better alternative for Stra- Strasbourg. Um, way too crowded and too expensive. You can stay in the city while going around Iguesheim and Riquewihr. I don't know those words.
1: Uh, Iguesheim, They sound like German words. They look like it, right?
0: Riquewihr. Yeah um and other fairy tale villages where you'll find a christmas market and a unique field each town eat a choucroute with sausage for lunch and walk the christmas wonderland while munching on hot chestnut with a mug of mulled wine this sounds like heaven how do we not live here what's happening definitely not the well, end well
1: wait, wait 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 are you do you go to mcdonald's for lunch do you do a little starbucks no uh, what do we do here n- no do you wear your I threw, gap uniform? i just i
0: threw up i just i threw up in my mouth no okay I don't want any of it. You know what I want are the pastries from that place downstairs when we stayed. What's the area that we stayed in, in Paris? Uh, up on the hill. That's all I know. I forget. It was near that big church. Anyway.
1: Which church, you may ask. There's one every block.
0: All right. But anyway, we stayed up on my the Monmouth. H- huh? Yeah. Mon Malt. Mon Anyway, downstairs from our hotel. Was this pastry like this bakery and sweet mamma jamma? It smelled so good. Okay. Definitely, this is definitely not the end all and be all list, but my personal favorite picks. But warning, warning all caps do not travel in the summer between July 14th and August 15th. Everybody is on the road or at the beach. It is insanity. Over a thousand kilometers of traffic jam reported one day over oh man, the what country. A-
1: what a bummer yeah you know to see that area and i i think the same thing about the california coastline to be able to have seen it in the 1950s 1940s prior to
0: my mom's dad had pictures he was in the navy mm -hmm. and they like boated up that way and he took pictures of where pepperdine is now but it wasn't there obviously at the time it's so weird
1: yeah it, it like
0: pch is like a dirt road
1: right (laughs) <laughs> I would love to have seen mm-hmm. this area. Um, my mom probably still has those photos. I would, I would lose my ever-loving mind if I had to sit in a thousand kilometers of traffic. I mean, what I mean, is this? this and is we're, Los,
0: we're Los Angeles still. I want
1: a jet pack. I want to fly over those people. Like where's, I would just open the sunroof. Where's r- Elon Musk when you need him? Where's
0: the boring company? Where's our Where's our tunnels? Yeah. I want a tunnel away from here. It says spring and autumn are the best seasons to travel, in my opinion. It's not too hot or too cold. I hope you can travel more soon. I oh, I hope we can travel more soon. Agreed. I miss it so much. Me too. Take care and lots of love. Celine, the French liaison. Celine, thank you for taking the time to put that together. A
1: thousand thank yous. I'm gonna keep
0: that, and I we're gonna had use a
1: it. Tour in my head.
0: Yeah, it was fun I, to like dream a dream of being in France.
1: Yeah, maybe next year. Maybe next year we'll be there. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed.
0: I also still want to go back to Australia. Yep. So many places to see. I've never been to Italy.
1: Every stop guys, I make I make a new friend, just turn around and I'm gone again.
0: Maybe tomorrow. I am hoping, like I was talking on the the live stream that I did this when my book came out last week. I had a live stream where I talked about how much I would love to do a tour and be able to see people and like give a you know, call um, whatchamacallit? A show. Put on a show. A show. Da 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 da. Not really like that, but you know, I'll give a little talk. I'll answer some questions we'll do a couple funny activities
1: that are therapeutic <clears throat> for my next slide i'd like to uh examine the uh that like a like a <laughs> professor show
0: mm-hmm. or more of a no more like like katie but live oh ah, okay like i'd give a talk a simple talk maybe 20 minutes then I do would, a
1: jazzy little number like we uh, do a funny
0: activity where it's like i want you to stand up and shake out not that that would be the activity but you know what i mean you, you get to just do a thing answer some questions, do another little activity, answer some more questions, and then we just get to sign books and take pictures and say, hey. Cool. I think that'd be fun. I want to go around the world. Put that on the list. I want to go around the world. Although I have heard, um, because my friend Christina was so kind as to put me in touch with her tour agent, that we have to try it out in like one or two cities. So please come at the beginning so that we can prove that we want to do it. We want to do it. If it's not, I'm successful, terrified of, uh, then r- I can't of public speaking. So. <laughs> oh, really?
1: <laughs> I'm like, we don't want to do it. <laughs> These are
0: our people. I love it. This would be so much fun.
1: Yeah. My Here, let me just show you how.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, oh, so, no. Now See, imagine I'm, that in front of me. I'm a, cool as a cucumber. A thousand people. Ugh. Ugh, your hands
1: are so sweaty. Makes me nervous.
0: <laughs> I mean, just like two, 300 people. It's our people.
1: It makes me nervous. I love it. Okay. I love,
0: it. I love to meet the people. Okay. We're going to move on because. We have a letter from Abigail.
1: Oh, hello, Abigail.
0: And this is a follow-up to Professional Hide and Seek. <sighs>
1: a sport that we've considered adopting for mm-hmm. OTDM Landia. Is that what we're calling ourselves? OTDM Land.
0: I don't know. Land. Is that what they call it? Landia? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was OTDM Land or whatever we're going to call it. Mm, okay. I feel like that is where we ended it. Hi, Abigail howdy do says hi katie and sean i hope y'all are doing well it's abigail again the grad student from athens i thought it was only fitting that since i got you on the topic of professional tag that i look into the whole professional hide and seek situation for you thank you thank you because tag hide and seek and while i don't know if it is as serious as professional tag
1: you know it could never be uh, a professional sport hmm. duck duck goose <gasps> that's heads- for what about people? heads up seven up I- again you we would just look silly as adults what professional about, tag you know there's musical a, chairs well the list I would consider goes that. on yeah
0: what about do they play professional croquet because that was always like a funny lawn game we played with during barbecues oh i'm sure people are and we never played it properly because my uncle would be like that's not how you play it. and i'd be like tell me why i care go away the kids are having fun honestly they didn't really bother us because they're like glad that we were just entertained and lawn darts are seriously dangerous and no one should play with them anymore. And I don't know how those were ever legal.
1: Back when people weren't so litigious, you're like, <laughs> it's your fault you threw the dart. Right, that you weighs threw it at your pounds. brother
0: and now he has a big hole in his leg. Right.
1: I mean, you, <laughs> you would throw it some. straight up in the air. Well, you shouldn't, but we that's didn't what you have would lawn do.
0: darts, but it just made me think of it because croquet and lawn darts are like in that same generation of
1: Well, lawn darts were crazy because no one would actually play, you know, maybe they'd play it a little bit. Aren't you supposed to
0: like throw it and see how far it can go kind of thing?
1: No, you put a circle, I believe, in the grass, you know, maybe 30 Mm -hmm. feet away or whatever the instructions tell you. And then you're trying to get it to land inside the target, right? So it's like darts, but but you have to wing it up in the air and then it comes back down. Gotcha. So it arcs. Mm -hmm. But when you're kids, sometimes you'd like daredevil it up, Mm -hmm. you know. He was a daredevil. And and you'd, you'd throw it straight up and then you'd run away you know but the scariest part to me
0: well looking they back shift. on it it
1: wasn't very safe because
0: it wasn't looking back
1: well they would sit in the shed all winter and then they'd be rusty so if you did get hit chances tetanus. of like yeah tetanus and a you know a big cut so it was
0: potentially a, kill you could hit you in the yeah, head and kill
1: you. you're fast as a kid you know maybe it would nick your leg or something but it's not going to get you like
0: i had never played with them we never had we them, should but, get some but i've seen people talk about them and uh, there's a girl on tiktok who just like rates old games and she's like how is this legal like this is so fucking dangerous
1: i wonder who's behind that was that milton bradley
0: i don't know have to maybe look he just up. didn't like who kids who created like, lawn mm. darts and if you're wondering what lawn darts are just let your imagination run 70- wild
1: 70s were a crazy time it
0: was a wild time the
1: ouija board lawn darts yeah what other games are weird like that
0: mm. i don't know
1: all right. I'll that's to all to look like, it up.
0: i played like pretty pretty princess
1: but if in your country or if you oh, live here, let what, us know what, what board game or what weird games that... Have we that asked them for this yet? I don't corporations think Corporations sold you. Yeah.
0: What were the big games of your era? Because mine was Mousetrap, Monopoly, Mouse Trap. and Pretty Pretty Princess.
1: It <clears throat> seems to me Mousetrap would be very expensive to manufacture.
0: Also, what was the game Guess Who? We played Guess Who a lot. It had the cards of people and they'd be like, do you have curly hair? And you'd be like, no. And then they'd get rid of all the curly-haired people. And then you wanted to, as soon as you could guess, you want to guess, we'd be like, do you have a big nose? And you'd be like, yes. And then they take all the people's small noses down. They're like, are you Frank? And you'd be like, no, I'm Sam. <laughs> and then you win. Do you remember that game? No. I don't remember that game
1: back to lawn darts. Oh, yes. No, uh, I'm just kidding.
0: Okay. But anyway, back to back to Abigail's letter, but please send in to otdmpod at gmail.com your stories of the games that were most popular when you were a kid. Okay. So professional hide and seek. Abigail did the research. Thank you. We we thank you so much.
1: Lay it on us. Where do I sign up?
0: There is a hide and seek world championship. She doesn't know if this is as serious as professional tag, but There is professional hide and seek, and they have. If you ask
1: me, world championship sounds like something I am up for. Totally. How do you practice for that sport?
0: You get you. I think you're a contortionist. Right. So you can fit in spaces they'd be like nobody can fit in there.
1: What if you're the seeker, the person who's got to look? Do you just do? You practice like "Mm," someone could never. You you get good at recognizing hiding spots.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Let's listen. Says I'm not kidding. I'll send the link below. (laughs) She did. We will. I don't know if we can play a little clip of it. It's a YouTube video. Sure. And then the Smithsonian Meg has in, inside the world of hide and go seek championships.
1: I mean, it's legit then at the Smithsonian Magazine. I always think that's a gold standard, you know?
0: So says, you'd be happy to know that these people do have uniforms and teams. Wow. So I wonder what
1: sort of, is camouflage allowed? As a uniform, you know, that'd be a pretty good uniform. To we'll pick. have to see
0: what they look like. It says, I don't know how you qualify for it or where you can watch it other than YouTube. But what I do know is that I will never be mentioned this to my family.
1: Hmm. Next thing you know, your family's watching on TV. Well,
0: that's the problem, see? Yeah. Um, they will have finally calmed down about professional tag and now only watch it occasionally. But I don't think my mom can handle another weird sport obsession for the rest of the family. It's a slippery her and her slope. Her mom couldn't even sit in there seriously with her dad. Was it your dad and your brother? I forget. But they were like so into it. And they made them leave the room because they couldn't not laugh because mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. I love it. I, don't have a, I didn't have a lot of time to do research, but from what I can see, it seems like the hide-and-seek world championships are a yearly event. Hmm. have a good weekend and stay safe thanks for continuing to make podcasts that distract me from school and work abigail anytime happy to do it thanks for doing your research about hide and seek that's Mm -hmm. so funny Mm -hmm. i mean yeah heads up seven up is there is there uh you know what was the
1: uh the opposite of hide and seek it was uh, sardines sardines in a can
0: Oh yeah, it's as, as many people. I hated that you had game. To, I never really played that.
1: Oh, the, if for those of you out there who haven't played it, basically one person hides and then everyone looks for that person. And when you find
0: them, you have to get in with them.
1: Right, and eventually it's just one lonely kid walking around at night. Like, hey guys,
0: at night. Guys, why are you playing this at night?
1: You never played games at dusk. Oh, we not, always played games at dusk. Not
0: outside. Oh yeah. Especially not hide and seek outside. I mean, maybe a little bit during the so day. So that's time.
1: It's easier to hide. Of course. You don't want to hide during But for
0: for sardines, of, it was more like in a closet and then you have to like pull blankets and move them around like to fit people in.
1: I was so good at hide and seek though. I mean, I, I would hide in plain sight. Like there'd be a bush and I would take on the form of the oh, you know what I mean? Like you. Yeah, especially at dusk. It's a lot easier. Did during broad have, daylight, it's not easy. Did you to hide. have
0: one of those ghillie man suits?
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> I want a ghillie man suit. I think that'd be awesome.
0: You just want to walk around in a ghillie man suit? Hang
1: with other ghillie men. You
0: know? <laughs> if you guys don't know what a ghillie man suit is, it's something that people who go hunting have when they want to hunt in like certain areas.
1: It's basically like you're wearing moss.
0: Yeah, you're, you're like, you are a bush. That's what made me think when Sean's like, I took on the bush. I was like, I pictured him like uh, Duncan Trussell on Joe Rogan's podcast in yeah. his ghillie man suit.
1: Do you remember this? You'll remember this. Okay. You and I are walking in Santa Monica. Okay. Main Street. Okay. And we were walking by the Victorian yes hotel mm-hmm. or restaurant whatever mm-hmm. it is and there was a man dressed as a giant stick walking yes. and he would f- he was he, like he part is, tree.
0: Well, we have in LA and especially in Santa Monica, we have some
1: performance yeah, artists. Yeah,
0: performance artists that who they're not homeless people but they like perform on the streets. There's the guy who's the Silver Man, remember? He does Oh, he's most. so
1: good. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's a black guy maybe in his
0: like forties or fifties? No,
1: I would say like his seventies. Oh, he's he's. Uh, I wonder if
0: he's still out and about then.
1: I would Forever, assume so. He's been he there for there. years. Then there
0: was Stickman.
1: There's Stickman, and then this is the the ultimate guy. And there's if, the Dancing Man. Well, there's Roller Skate Guy. Yes. And that dude can dance his ass off. Yep. He's always in Venice. But <clears throat> the person I'm thinking of is Roller Skate Guy with the guitar. Yes. And the amp. Yes. And he's always up and down. Yep that guy's been in rock more movies
0: a, rock and roll skateboard man
1: he he gets booked for like everything and if you look at movies specifically from the 80s he's got like a ton of titles good for him man. yeah yeah yeah. like he probably
0: and, owns a house in venice and just fucking roller skates oh, for around sure.
1: that, that's what a, what a life. gig man
0: there was in la weekly this is like years ago i used to um go pick it up every i forget what day it was dropped like let's say sunday or monday yeah. i don't remember but i would go down to wild oats which used to be the grocery store which then got bought up at Whole Foods because, I yes, I am that old. And I would go down and I would get my LA Weekly and they did a, it was like their main story was like the, let's say, 10 most popular street performance artists in LA. And that guy was, and they talked about how, like how famous he was, like on television and stuff. Yeah. I think he's even in like maybe Pretty Woman, let's say, like when they're in Hollywood oh, yeah. or whatever. And the guy, the robo guy we're talking about was in there, Stickman, and then... um.
1: That black dude, yeah. all in silver, mm-hmm. and he's wearing, I think, like a top hat yeah, he has like and a, a silver s- jacket. He's 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 so good at his his shtick or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, his performance, yep. and I could watch for hours oh, because yeah. so he, he would stand perfectly still. He was shiny silver, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he he had a little wh- whistle and so I like, <laughs> and when mm-hmm. he would do that, it would get people would turn and,
0: and then he'd start his performance.
1: Right, the tourists would be like. <gasps> that wasn't a statue that i walked by it's a man Mm -hmm. and then he would it was so cool
0: yeah and he has a little Um, boom box it was so so good anyway it's kind of a fun thing about i'm sure other cities have theirs too but la weekly did this whole thing on it and that's when i learned of the guy on roller skates that dances and stuff in like 80s workout wear because i guess he hangs out more in like hollywood west hollywood and i hadn't seen him before so i was like oh my god um okay Abigail sent another email as a follow-up to professional hide-and-seek it says here's a more dramatic emotional video of professional hide-seek and so you can get the picture so she sent us another link thank you Abigail I'm excited
1: okay do we have time for one more how how are we doing do we have time I I don't know what we do with that so you we'll put it in the description oh okay okay. people
0: can if they want
1: I wasn't sure if you want me I didn't know what was going on here
0: oh we'll figure it out I think it's in the description fix
1: it in post
0: well, I'm just saying they can, we'll link it. And okay. then if you want a more emotional one or if we want to add a clip, we can, but I think we okay. just link it below gotcha. in the show notes. So if you really want to get into the hide and seek championship, the emotional intensity of professional sports such as that, they can watch the video.
1: Yeah. Imagine being someone who invents a sport, you know, the person who really puts it together and then the sport takes off. It, Even I'm people guessing- who invent
0: board games.
1: Right, right. That
0: are like super popular.
1: Some sports, and I'm not bagging on the Scottish here, but some sport, some sports, skorts? Yes, I like uh, a skirt. yeah Shorts that are, what are they? It's a skirt. It looks like it's like a skirt, shorts, but it's shorts underneath. Yeah, which it's the Scottish the wear, right? And so, but the caber toss. I mean, you're basically just throwing a tree. I don't even know what that is. It's a, a log. You're from the Pacific Northwest. Log, North log.
0: Yeah. It's better than bad. It's
1: good. Picture a log Everyone off of one of those.
0: A log. Come on and get your log.
1: What rolls down hills? No, what, what rolls, rolls downstairs? downstairs a loner in t- pairs rolls over your neighbor's dog. It's yeah. on your
0: back. It's great for a snack. it's Log, log, log. It's from ren and Stumpy. If you don't know what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, but caber tossing is basically you throw a log. That seems. I'm scary. sure there are more rules than that. Like, Remember, but we you were like- just
0: watching professional stone throwing in Scotland. Where up in the north, they you know when you try to skip a stone across water some guy so that's that's the sport that's it. it's all you need to know try to skip as many times
1: which that's fine you know
0: which skip all you want skip to maluma darling
1: the discus is basically throwing a disc right so
0: but that guy remember said it was he thought arguably the most competitive and intense sport of all sports
1: he's the world champion and i think arguably he is just a very competitive person
0: (laughs) but i was like get out buddy nobody knows of this i didn't know you existed also, he was like in his sixties or seventies. Well,
1: you don't become the champion I early mean, on. You have to practice, practice, practice. I wonder many, if, it, as a young boy, if he was like, you know what, I found my calling. <laughs> I'm not going to practice anything else. I love skipping stones so much. You know, it's little... all
0: about the stone though. You got to find just the right stone. That's what he I said. used to do that as a kid. And sometimes you get like five or six, and you'd be like, "That was a
1: good one." It is impressive when you skip a good stone. Yeah, it's addictive. You're like. I know I got five on this one. I think I can do six.
0: And sometimes I just maybe throw, it
1: is the most competitive.
0: My brother would be like, I got whatever. And I just throw a rock straight into the water and be like, I'm done with this.
1: Oh, that's that's <laughs> how you throw the match. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm done. I give up. I can't compete against this person who has nine skips. Also, I think people lie when they count skips. Oh, it did 12. Yeah, like, you're like, I think ha- it did like six, dude. You're like, no, no, like, no. Yeah. There's no instant replay.
0: No, we need to have phones and videos now. Right. Now we have instant replay
1: stone skipping judges.
0: Anyway, that's another ridiculous sport that apparently... I'm not
1: convinced it's ridiculous. I am. All right. We're going to have to run a poll with our audience. What do you guys think? Do you think that stone skipping... Is it? St- what is, is that the official I name? I think so. Okay. Is stone skipping a, uh, a
0: farce? Skip to my loo.
1: Right. Is skip to my loo a farce or is this a serious sport? And do you think that it is the most competitive sport mm. or is there another ridiculous sport from your mm. home country that we should know about? write in let us know because i know that there are because some sports are international like let's kick a ball and let's get it in the net this is a good concept everyone can adopt it Mm -hmm. but some countries have you know odd sports yeah and i i find odd sports funny all this to say that that's why we watched the stone skipping dude and he was how many times can you watch baseball i know it's like a chess match and and that's fine we find it very boring i'm not into baseball but i also
0: don't like basketball and that's like a faster paced game but, I, but it's the same thing
1: back and forth and i just, know it's in the minutiae right
0: small i just don't find it enjoyable at all i would go to a game mainly for like the food and beer and people
1: how much would you pay mm-hmm. for tickets mm-hmm. to the professional stone skipping
0: mm, $20
1: for one match or would we have to be a double header
0: Mm, double header
1: how long does a match last double or nothing to get your money's worth
0: oh i don't want to last more than an hour would
1: you want announcers yes 100 percent. how about the go-go funnier dancers the better. go-go dancers well, yes of
0: course 100 percent. male and female yes a mish a posh yeah yes. okay
1: hmm. what else could you do to, to spice I this? Have up? to have
0: some good food I want, right. I want i want like some a really good cheeseburger yeah yeah, yeah option. For sure i also want pretzel them. and then there needs to be some kind of alcohol beer or wine maybe
1: that's nice what Maybe about hard a t-shirt slider. gun?
0: No, I don't like those. Poof. I don't like those. Because no. you
1: got to send it to the fans because no, there's so much. many fans at the game.
0: No, it's too much. I don't like it.
1: Hmm. Security. You have to have security. Play sure. it safe. Metal detectors to get into the uh, the lake mm-hmm. area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. Hmm. I'm into it.
0: Okay, let's do it. Okay.
1: What if what if we could have a league? Mm-hmm. and I mean you could only have one every body of water though you couldn't have two on a lake because then you'd probably steal someone else's moves or learn mm -hmm. their signals you know and
0: steal all the rocks the good stones no no good skipping stones (laughs)
1: these these stones are all round. where are the flat ones those guys took them all you know they're
0: walking away with huge bags
1: (laughs) all right well enough of that
0: keep us posted if you learn of more um if heads up seven up I would pay to see that. If heads up, seven up. Heads oh, God. Up.
1: <laughs> Could there be.
0: Or musical chairs.
1: Yeah, musical chairs.
0: <laughs> okay. Moving on.
1: Yeah. Uh, we have time for one more letter. One more.
0: And this is called, so apropos, Moving Adventures. Oh. We're moving on to Moving Adventures by Bernice. Hi, Bernice. Hello, Bernice. I love the name Bernice. We have a few members of our community with the name Bernice.
1: Bernie. Well, it's one, like a one name goes from by the... Niecy. Oh, not, that's Not
0: everybody calls her Niecy, but some people do. Right. I think that's cute. I like it very much. okay.
1: I mean, your name has the word nice in it, so
0: I think they're pretty nice. Mm-hmm. it's It's Bur nice. <laughs> okay, hey, hey, Sean and Katie. Hey, hey back at you. Well, Happy uh, Saturday. At least I think you post these on Saturdays. We do. You have a good memory. I like that. I just finished wa- finished watching OtDM episode number seventy one that you posted about a month ago, which tells you just how far behind I am in my OTDM viewing adventures. You read my story of, um, on the origin of my name mm-hmm. and my bicycle story in this episode. And I briefly talked about my life as a military spouse and our adventures and moving across the U S and abroad. Mm-hmm. You asked me to send you one of my moving stories and it didn't take me long to think about the, one of the craziest moves that we ever did. I'm excited already. So I wanted to share it with you and your listening audience. <laughs> okay. Get ready guys. Buckle up. Back in January of nineteen eighty-nine, my husband received a four-year assignment to the United Kingdom. Oh my! So my husband, my three kids, and I set out to move our entire family to England, London, England. I'm just being a smartass. I have to mention that that time at that at that time, sorry, that was hard for me. My son was four and a half, and my daughters were three and two. Holy shit balls!
1: Tough move to make. Tough move Ooh. packing up, Ooh. you know everything. Three with little under kids. five. Yeah. You got to keep them entertained while you're packing. I mean, well,
0: and like packing up their stuff and it's hard for kids. Oh my God. And like, what do you keep out? Sweet well, you Jesus. poke
1: holes in the boxes before you ship them. They got to have air and you put a little grass in there it's for like them. Poo
0: poo pee pee yeah. candy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we knew at the onset that this was going to be an adventure. Tell me about it. The first thing we did was went to a briefing with the military on moving to the United Kingdom at which we were told that we could not move our entire household. Hmm.
1: What? Only a certain amount of weight.
0: Oh, so we had to decide what things we needed to have with us in England, what things we could do without, and, um, that would go into storage and what things we need to travel with personally. Wow. That's hard to like divvy a that budget,
1: stuff. Right. So
0: yeah. Shit. Yeah. As our travels would take almost an entire month from start to finish. Yeah. I can imagine first, because it took us two weeks just to get here with yeah. our stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um maybe two, actually no three by the time everything arrived and we're still waiting on some other stuff we ordered but that's different the move itself is probably like three weeks yeah um okay uh first one of the things i want to try and clear up is that you actually have a few options as to whether you want to move everything by yourself okay. or whether you want to have the military's assistance right i would assume you'd want the military's assistance moving really expensive
1: yeah I would assume they're pretty good at the logistics of moving things that's like
0: what they do move people and things around right then that depends on how you want to proceed. The options are you can have movers actually come into your home, box up everything. And I do mean everything. They do not discriminate. They don't make any decisions. So if you have a garbage can that has garbage in it, they're going to pack it as is. That's like what happened to us. We did not have movers come and like pack us up, but they did pack up the larger items. We packed up everything that would fit into regular boxes. And then as part of our moving agreement, they wrapped and packed all the furniture and then all like a vacuum, like things that did not fit in regular boxes, and they packed up your flip-flops, my slippers, and the bin that we had at the front door that had like Clorox wipes in it. It was cuz everything that came in at that time in COVID, we were still wiping down cuz we weren't really sure what we were dealing with. It was kind of funny cuz Sean was like, "Where are my flip-flops?" I was like, "Where are my slippers?" And I was like, "Oh no, it got packed." I know it got packed. And we looked everywhere and I was like, "No." And they packed my Swiffer too that I had wanted to clean the apartment with. It was just funny. So yeah, they don't they don't discriminate. They just put it all in a box. Okay. <laughs> um so if you have a garbage can that has garbage in it, they'll pack it up as is and it will go with the rest of your belongings. then they'll place it on trucks and transport it. Oh. or you can just have them come and collect everything that you have boxed up already yourself. package it on uh, package it on the truck or transport it. Or depending on where you're traveling, you can just do everything yourself and the military will give you an allowance to cover the expense. Okay, so lots of options. It's not a blanket check. There are limits. Being that we were moving to England and some of our stuff was going to be transported I bet there. I the
1: generals, they, they have carte blanche. Whatever I'm you want. Sure. You know, the further up you go the food chain, the more the, the allowances.
0: It's just like any company, really. And the, right. You know, our armed forces are kind of like a big company, right? Yeah.
1: I wonder if Jeff Bezos has to move his own shit, you know? He doesn't
0: do anything. That fucker just has people doing all his shit. Okay. So. Being that we were moving to England and yeah. some of our stuff was going to be transported there and other things like, for example, large furniture items, sofas, beds, washer, dryer, had to go into storage. The only thing we wanted to be concerned with was the stuff we had to take along with us on our travels. I would feel that way too. That's easier. Once you get that out of the way, then you can see what you need to like pack up. Um, so we had the military come in and take the boxes that we packed together, including furniture that was going to storage, and that stuff was stored in Virginia, where we were stationed at the time. And then on the second day, they came back and took all of our boxes of things that were then they were then going to transport by boat, mind you, to England, to England, London, England. So those items would take a while to get to us in England.
1: That's hard to... Were you on the West Coast or on the East Coast? No, they were Virginia. Virginia, I'm sorry. Okay.
0: That's where they were stationed. Virginia's
1: it, on the Gulf Coast? No, no, i know where it's Right Virginia's.
0: outside of D.C. Okay. Um, it's just interesting because even for us.
1: And you just read that and I just. You know, in <laughs> some, one year. Sometimes
0: Sean does that a little bit.
1: You no, know, I'm thinking about other things about the story. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about the boat crossing and I was like, yeah. wait, you know, where if. Because if you're on the West Coast and you have to ship your stuff to England.
0: Yeah, I don't know I'm how that assuming, works. Maybe well, you put you it on a truck the, and then truck huh? to there and then.
1: Possibly over land yeah, or and then boat. by plane or, or maybe you're going down yeah. to the Panama Canal.
0: Mm, I have no idea.
1: I want to see the Panama Canal too. Oh, me too, me too. Okay. Um, back to the story. Back focus, to the story. Focus,
0: Katie. Focus, focus. No, but it was funny. What I was going to say is that when we moved, yes. I kept telling you, I was like, you need to pack for at least two weeks of stuff so we have everything we need. And Sean did a sh- the shittiest job. You packed. Thanks, Go- honey. Do you pack great when we travel for that amount of time? I should have just like packed you myself. There's
1: a lot going on.
0: Because he... <laughs> He only had like pajama shorts and like four T-shirts. He's getting up for so two we, weeks. <laughs> and then when we would want to go out, I was like, oh, I kind of want to go somewhere nice. He's like, I don't have good clothes for that. And I was like, Let's go get you a fucking pair of pants, dude. All he had was his like J. Crew cotton pajama shorts and like
1: a pair of flip flops. Very casual.
0: Yeah. Or did no, you didn't even have flip flops because they packed them.
1: You I had, had you, a pair of flip flops.
0: Oh, I didn't think you did mm-hmm. when we were at uh, I in, did. in uh, Tucson. I thought you had just tennis shoes you had to wear no nope. okay well that was good it was just funny it was rough okay so they are going to england so those items would take a while to get to us
1: i wonder did they make you take accent classes beforehand you know
0: say things like good day governor mm. Mm.
1: <laughs> so you fit in
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. like yeah. learn some cockney right right Mm-hmm. I still need to brush up on my cockney. And then we had our suitcases that we needed with us. And we had to, um, we had to have enough things to take care of us for an entire month or so until the rest of the items arrive and all the little kids. Oh my God, Bernice. Oh my God. Needless to say, we had a boatload of stuff to trans transport. I think there were a total of 12 suitcases. Oh, it's, it's so hard to travel. with a lot of stuff too. Do you know what I mean? Remember when we were even going from Amsterdam to Germany and had to get on the train and we only had two suitcases, but we had carry on stuff too. And to have to wiggle that stuff and move and navigate to, I was like, oh my God, it's just a lot. Okay. So you can imagine two adults, three children, all under the age of five. And we had to consider toys and other paraphernalia for the toddlers. And then just toys for my son, as well as clothing and a few other items that a person would need to suffice them for a period of time. I had to think about what we would need to keep us for an entire month. Items that would be harder to find or buy in a different country, right? Like if if they really like this certain thing, we'll have to get that for them. So it took a minute, but we were able to get everything taken care of as far as the items that we weren't taking overseas, as well as the items that we were having sent via the military, one of which was our car. Oh, my God. Cars in Europe are so much smaller than cars in the States, especially Texas. Everybody has a truck. Trucks, trucks, trucks. Yes. Okay. Oh, I Sean's agree. Just yeah. nodding along. Okay. In hindsight, we would have left the car in the US and probably sold it because it just ended up being more of a nightmare. And our car got totaled while we were in England, which is a whole nother story. We ended up purchasing a vehicle in Belgium before we came back to the US. So instead of trying to fly across the US and then to England with three little ones and all of that luggage, we decided to take a train across the US. That's amazing. I love train travel
1: i think it's cool when someone did the, did she say that she brought the car back from brussels yeah yeah i think it's cool when someone has a car from somewhere else you know like I know if you it's can... a different badge a different type of car or just the license plate will do you know like I know. a bmw they with get a, the
0: german ones yeah I know. i'm like oh well, that's
1: cool like, or like fancy. someone has a hawaii license plate i'm like oh wow. i know
0: you're like aloha yeah. hang loose dude
1: i would sell my car rather than bring it from hawaii though
0: yeah, That's, I mean, Hawaii is just the U.S. extended,
1: really, but well, Hawaii is pretty it's pretty magical. far, though, to ship a car.
0: It is, it is. Um, okay, it was a wonderful three and a half days across the beautiful country. That's all it is, three and a half days. Beautiful countryside as the children could run around and play on the train. We got to meet all kinds of people on the train. I actually, potty trained my two-year-old in those three days on the train. Wow, Bernice. It says a whole other story in itself. I believe it. We stopped in California for a couple of weeks to visit both of our families. We were leaving for four years, so it'd be a long time before we would see most of them again. Right, right. The majority of them hadn't even met our youngest child yet because she was born in Virginia. So it was kind of a bittersweet visit. But on our flight from San Francisco to England, oh, so they went across and then flew. Interesting. Okay. From San Francisco to England, we met a lot of nice people to help us quite a bit. And it was really nice, but the flight was still very long
1: i wonder if that's a military flight yeah because why that's wouldn't a... you go
0: from virginia be closer
1: well because they went to see their family yeah, I guess before so. they left yeah so
0: yeah that's fair okay because four years is a long time it's true um to our amazement our children did really well and we got lots of compliments on their behavior on that long flight when we arrived in england we were met by our sponsor which is what the military does when you travel abroad they assign you a sponsor generally a co-worker who mm. meets you at the airport and takes you to the base of oh, the base's temporary housing quarters. This is so interesting. I had no idea like the, the logistics workings yeah. of the military. Okay. We had a fabulous sponsor. He had a truck that was big enough to put all of our suitcases, which you would worry because like I talked about when Sean and I even went to Paris because we were coming from Montreal. A Lori,
1: not a truck. Thank you. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's true or not. I just want to say, Lori. <laughs>
0: well, it's like, uh, there's a guy on TikTok that was talking about in North Carolina. You don't say, is that shopping cart yours or is that shopping cart theirs? You say, is that buggy theirs?" That's how you say, is that buggy theirs? (laughs) Um, But like when we went to Paris, we couldn't even get our our suitcases in the, like one of us had to go up in the, they call it a lift. Why am I blanking? How do you get to floors, Sean? Elevator. Elevator. Thank you. Thank you. My brain has pooped out. But we couldn't even get all of us and our suitcases in the elevator together. I had to go up or you went up with the suitcases and then I followed with the rest of them. I was like, wow we americans pack a lot of shit okay so he had a big enough truck that was uh they put all their suitcases see car. when we
1: moved i packed like a european when we moved i, <laughs> I think I you packed like... like
0: a stressed out american or canadian slash american so suitcases and car seats for our kids kids you do have a lot of shit when you have kids i've seen people at the airport with like the car seats coming off and then the um strollers and all the shit and he had set up two adjoining rooms for us as each room only had one bedroom in it. He also put snacks and drinks and other types of food in the refrigerators of both of our rooms as those refrigerators were the size of what he you would oh what you'd find in an average hotel, so just a mini fridge. I believe we were actually in the temporary housing I want to say for 3 weeks before we found a house that we could rent in the small village right outside of Cambridge. The village was called Littleport and it was a little village my son started school for the first time there as we found out that in england children start primary at the age of
1: four four and did your children pick up that uh, that accent
0: oh bernice did you did you us. raise
1: a couple of british kids well let's see uh, okay but please, four years you would think that's
0: yeah four is like prime
1: learning time
0: yeah and my son was just about five when we moved there his teacher informed us that he was a little bit behind the class <laughs> he's just a baby but to not worry that we, they would take care of it he had a fabulous teacher and in no time he was caught up with the other kids in class and i'll stop here because i could go on and on as it was quite an adventure in england for example he, when we like realized
1: hound's tooth and he had a you know he looked like um, sherlock holmes did he wear like
0: a little <laughs> little is that called smoking cap or what do they call that driver's cap
1: oh yeah there's a driver's cap yeah, yeah
0: sure that's what that meant Oh okay i didn't if we know ever do you were doing charades i know right um so for example that so is quite an adventure for example when we realize that they speak english and we speak american right so many things like pants mean underwear trousers or pants yeah oh i don't know yeah ring me on your mobile your phone oh don't I don't know. say mobile. cell phone i know yeah. some things make sense but like other things don't alum aluminum there was a fork in the road it was called
1: the American Revolution and you guys got to pick your own so we do speak
0: American and they speak English it's it's interesting okay so says these two are completely different languages I agree too however this is a pretty long story all in all the move wasn't that bad it was just complicated Mm -hmm. with lots of moving parts mixed in with a bit of stress a bit of stress is like such that's like a minimization of what it was I'm sure that was super stressful I'm
1: sure your husband helped out but let's be honest you're the glue and you were the person who made this happen, I'm sure. Because he's maybe mo- moving for work and he's got his own no, set No, she of... was in the military too. Oh, was she in the military? Oh, I thought she was a spouse mm-hmm. of someone in the military.
0: I think he he also. They both were.
1: Oh. From I... what I know.
0: I don't know if she said it in this letter, but I know Bernice a little bit. So mm, okay. I, know. I might have some insider information.
1: Gotcha. I thought she was...
0: But women do... The family
1: I mean, logistician? But she also is. Logistician? Women
0: always... I mean, not always, but most of the time women are that. Like, I think I, I did... I'm not like you helped move a lot, but I think I I did a lot of the logistics of the the sand And Making Sean gets overwhelmed and like getting our suitcases out and being like, We have to pack for this amount and trying to make sure like I thought it worked out well. I thought I did a pretty good job of packing like we had all the wipes, we had some silverware. I tried to make sure we had stuff Yeah, yeah, the
1: starter kit for when we got here.
0: Stuff that we needed, like some cleaning supplies and stuff. Okay. So however, this is already a pretty long story. All in all the move wasn't bad. Okay, there we are. Um But in the end, everything turned out okay. I can't tell you how much I love this channel. It's entertaining and at times very informative. It kind of reminds me of the movie Forrest Gump. (laughs) OTDM is like a box of chocolates.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna say I'm like Forrest Gump.
0: No, (laughs) OTDM is like a box of chocolates. When you tune in, you never know what you're gonna get. Oh, that's nice. But most of the time, I just try not to bust a gut and keep up all that you do. Your viewing audience loves it, and humor is a great healer. Bernice, thanks, Bernice. Thanks, Bernice. That was super, super fun. Yeah. Please, if you have more moving stories, send them in. And also, I would love. If you could think of some funny instances where you were speaking American and they were speaking English and there were some little Whoopsies remember we had somebody write in about how she'd moved to was it the philippines And she was like thumbs up and that's like flipping someone off to like the gardener or the guy that came to help with the dog Or something and she's like, oh, she found out from the neighbor. She was like, oh, no
1: I think it's wonderful when people speak the same language Yeah, but they don't. don't and what happens when it's not, like when we we're in Scotland, about, yeah.
0: I mean, people spoke Gaelic.
1: But I'd love to hear about people in South America. Like, do do people from different countries yeah. bump into each other and they're like, I don't know what the Chileans are saying, right?
0: Do you run into another Spanish-speaking or Portuguese speak? Like, if you're from Brazil versus Portugal, like, do you run into these different people and you're like, what?
1: Yeah, check out the Brazilian. Well,
0: and I was asking another member of our community just the other day about like High German versus and they did not know the difference and i don't know if that's just that person but let me know if you know that too because that would be funny
1: uh french quebecers and you know people from our uh,
0: uncle kai told us that he was like talking he and his girlfriend france were talking to this couple from like france
1: yeah but i'm not sure where they were from but they had heavy accents and the two have both heavy heavy accents and they they couldn't really
0: but kai said they could understand them i thought he was Hmm. like we were having a lovely time and then they said I'm sorry, but we can't understand a word you're oh, saying. Oh, is that what happened? I thought that's what he said. Like they were having like a glass of wine before dinner, like chatting, and they were like so excited to ch- to talk. And he and Frost were like blah, 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 talking about Quebec and things that they can do, and yada yada. And then this other couple was like, uh We th- come again. <laughs> that's like uh anytime I try to speak Spanish to someone, they're like,
1: mm, It's pretty good. It's pretty again? good. Yeah. Keep the well, letters
0: coming we love you guys thank you so much for tuning in please give us five star reviews share this with a friend who maybe just needs a giggle or they can laugh at us or with us we don't discriminate
1: sorry if I didn't bring the funny this week I know uh, it was a little heavier earlier on but you know I, I, it was just something that was bothering me and I'm kind of in a glum mood just thinking we all have it.
0: glum moods yeah
1: but you know overall gonna put my best foot forward I'm gonna
0: there's always tomorrow
1: yeah exactly and Wake if you're up.
0: having a tough time there's always tomorrow
1: That's right. Okay. Well, with that said, we appreciate you being here and we'll be back next week. I'll be back. Yeah. And And
0: I am back. I'm just kidding. Okay. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.